Bring the ship up to broadcast depth. We're going in. Into the hideouts. Our country is now in the beginning of the Great Regression. Major steps are being taken backwards because those who are afraid have hijacked the government and the media. They fear diversity, creativity, and the questioning of authority. Now, more than ever, it is time to unite in a place where you can still be yourself and the freedom of expression continues to exist. Enter the hideout. And be heard. What what what's new? We're running a little behind here, over here. Sorry. Uh, what's new, J-Dubs? Welcome to the Hideout Road Radio 104.1, funniest night show in America, best nighttime entertainment in Orlando. I am El Jefe, and that is J-Dubs. You go through the, your entire day silently, mm-hmm. not able to sound off. For the next four hours, it is all you. 407-916-1041, star-1041, if you have a singular wireless phone. That's how you beat somebody in the hideout. Also, there's Real Radio Hideout, the AOL Instant Messenger. The website is realradio.fm, and all of the heretics and heretics congregate at hideoutheretics.net. That is Matt Albert, 6'5", 500 pounds, third Mike Ryder, 21-year-old black virgin with uh, patchy baldness and graying hair. That is uh, Bateman, our director, on top of the talk and roll controls, responsible for uh, the aforementioned uh, website, realradio.fm, the hideout page. And Chunks is here. Chunks is the executive producer of the hideout. We will talk more about him in just a second. He also hosts the hideout headlines game show. You heard the headlines in the Phillips file. Here in about mm, less than 15 minutes, we turn those headlines into prizes. The Hideout Headlines Game Show every single night at 7.15. Dubs, tonight uh, we have a very busy shoe uh, coming up this evening, the Hideout Door Prize Blowout. Uh, once again, your opportunity to win prizes here in the Hideout. And tonight's game is Movie Morgue. I guess, Matt Albert, without giving away too much, what's the premise of the game? I'll uh, give you uh, an actor, and you'll have to name what movies he or she has died in. Oh, nice. Okay, so uh, like a Samuel L. Jackson or a... Um... Denzel Washington, any of those. And then there's also true or false. Okay. To see if a certain uh, character died that way. I'd also like to maybe even do our own little study as to whether or not uh, black actors die more than white <laughs> actors. Probably. <laughs> one dies a lot. Uh, it depends yeah. on what you're watching. I mean, you can be watching Roots, and you'll get one, uh, you know, come to one conclusion. You'll watch, you know, something like uh, Mississippi uh, Burning. And get the same conclusion, yes. Also coming up tonight, J-Dubs, I want to talk about Tom DeLay, but I don't want to talk specifically about him. He has actually done something that um, it, I almost say he's smart. Now, I'm not going to say he's a stupid man. I think he's a brilliant man. He's just a very awful, crooked dirty-handed politician, but he has done something that I think very few people in the public limelight are able to do. So I want to get into that tonight, J-Dubs. You say you found the greatest song of all time. Greatest song of all time? Uh, I I find myself to be kind of a guy who is able to break the artist and take him big time, and this is my next... uh, When did that happen? 
It's been going on for a long time. You have to pay attention to the show. I've been with you your entire radio career. I've never heard of this. I am a huge, huge uh, beacon for these stars. I, I, I rise them up the flagpole and the kids salute them, and I think this is going to be the next big thing. Very excited about this artist. All right, well, we'll hear about that here in just a little bit. Um, let's see, a churchgoers live longer. We have that. Uh, what would you pay more for? Kind of going back to me flying on the airplane, something I forgot to bring up last night. Ooh, on there, too. There's something else I want to mention about a conversation that I had with a Canadian man. Why? On, on my flight from uh, Orlando to Dallas. And uh, what was revealed from there. But first of all, oh, and who's our guest tonight? Tommy Bateman at 8 o'clock. Well, just say it, because I don't even know who it is. <laughs> Catherine Nomura, the author of The Laws of Lifetime Growth. How to have a life, a, a good life, better than your past. All right, so kind of like planning for the future then? Yeah. Is it a self-help thing? Kind of. It's, it's It gives you principles that people have used in their lives to make their, their lives better and like more successful. Oh, wow. All right, hmm. we need a little... I'm never above a little motivational speaking. And, like, just little keys and tips on how to make yourself better. So we'll do that tonight for free here in the hideout. You go, you could pay Tony Robbins, these uh, these other people. Right here in the hideout, we give it to you for free. 407-916-1041, 888-978-1041, star 1041 on your singular wireless phones. Minute too late, man, in Titusville, you're in the hideout. What's up, dude? Actually, i got a question real quick. Uh-huh. Um, let's just say, and this is hypothetical speaking, of course, um, let's say you guys were to have a party this weekend or something like that, mm-hmm. and, and Matt Albert get laid, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, will he totally lose his gimmick? Because, I mean, that's how you explain him at the beginning of every show. I uh, guess he'd so. have to drop a, one of his titles on his resume. It would no longer... <laughs> yeah. I'd lose that belt. Now, let me ask you, because we've thought about that many a times before. What happens when he is no longer 21-year-old black virgin with patchy baldness and graying hair? That's the beautiful thing about Matt Albert. He can lose one of them, and we're still okay. Uh, never mind the six foot five, five hundred pounds. Uh, here's the thing, though, and I honestly mean this minute too late, man. I don't think it'll ever happen. Just because of everything that precedes that in that title. Yeah. I think we have a better chance of saying six foot five, five hundred pound, twenty seven year old black virgin, completely bald, and just taking out the graying hair. I'll even put four hundred pound black virgin. Mm. I think that's more likely. Mm. Well. Uh... Not sure about that. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Because then if we start reducing those numbers, then the chances of him getting laid are infinite. I would love to thank the Phillips file for the wonderful snacks that were purchased by Mr. Phillips for us. The um, the little Debbie snacks, the Red Bull, the chips that we have here. As Chunks was the uh, Phillips file slave of the day. Because of the lost bet between George Mason and Florida, I'd also like still to... Still shocked that he would even put that bet up there. That he would even agree to it, because he knew that as soon as he bet on that game, Mason was out. And congratulations to Mr. Phillips and all of the other Gator fans mm-hmm. for the Florida Gators winning their first basketball national championship. A very healthy win, too. It, was, uh, it wasn't really a contest. Not at all. However, I do have one bone to pick. I, uh, of course, was listening to the Phillips file and heard numerous comments hmm. on how gracious Chunks was, on how he doesn't complain, <laughs> he just gets it done. Wow. 
And he's then, a he's a new man uh, during the Phillips file. And then, uh, so far as even Jack came back into the office right as we were you know switching over, and Jack saying, "Hey, uh, you know, thank you to Chunks. He was fantastic. He didn't complain. He just got the job done as the file slave." Uh where is that chunkster in this show? Here's the thing. Where is chunks right now? Yeah, where's chunks now? As the phone calls aren't being screened, I don't see him anywhere. I think he's probably in the post-production meeting with the Phillips file, giving Nick. high fives to everyone for him being fantastic and not yelling and screaming and complaining. Oh, there he is. Chunks show started nine minutes ago. Thanks for coming in tonight. So, chunks. Let me just ask you really fast, because we have a lot to get to, including a new segment we're going to do here in the hideout tonight called the Hideout Central Florida News Tour. It's going to be very fun. We have a news van, the hideout does. Uh, we're going to go drive around all around Central Florida and uh, bring you the latest news from there. Chunks, how is it that you were everything we ever wanted in a stuntman on the Phillips file, but never once here in the hideout? I've done some... Good stuff for the show. After we twist and twist that hairy arm of yours, I we could... have to basically yank that, that uh, Neanderthal forearm right off of you to get anything done. I could not believe what I was hearing. Chunk's so gracious. Chunk's so polite. Chunk's not complaining once over anything. Who is that? Was that Alex Venezia during the uh, Phillips file? That's certainly not the Chunks we know. It was a Benicio. It's certainly not Corolla. Oh, it's not even Benicio. That must have been Alexander Venezia of Northern Virginia. Because it certainly wasn't Chunks. Can you? I am begging you now. Can you please be that person in the hideout that you were on the Phillips file? We would never get you to uh, to sing like a bird for us. You sang beautifully for the Phillips file. He took his shirt off. In fact, by the way, it's one of the most disturbing pictures I've ever seen. If you go to the uh, Phillips file page on realradio.fm, right there on the front page is the photo of a shirtless Chunks and a shirtless Otto uh, massaging each other. It looks like they're uh, like uh, Otto's just about to turn around and uh, get a little makeout section uh, uh, on there. And Chunks with the gayest broke back beard. <laughs> What's going on with that beard? With his hands on Otto's traps. By the way, it's a great tattoo, Otto. And that I can tell you're sucking in your gut. Again, this photo on the Phillips file page on realradio.fm. Look at you, so happy. I've not. You go to every single other photo on the hideout page on realradio.fm. There is not that smile anywhere. And we have some of you shirtless. And it's whining and crying. Why do I have to take my shirt off? No, I kind of don't do it. It's a hot stripper or a hot <laughs> chick who wants to do me. Why do I have to take my shirt off? Uh, I guess his key to happiness is Otto. We need to bring Otto in here, and he'll do anything we need. Explain yourself. I, I, I heard him on the show, and he was coherent on their show. <laughs> let me ask you, Let me ask Is it something about working after seven? Is it something like the switch in your Neanderthal brain that says, I can no longer form coherent sentences? Because that's what we get in the office. Mm -hmm. 
What is it, Chunks? What the hell is that? Why don't you answer the question without... I don't, I don't even know what's going on. Uh, you know, I was reviewing the thing. What thing? You know. The... Okay. I was just trying to... You know, <laughs> oh, you know I'm done with you. Stop. I don't... Turn it off. See? I didn't... Mr. Phillips didn't have this problem with mm -mm. talking to Chunks from 3 to 7 today when he was the slave. I don't... I don't think. Look at this photo of him and Otto on the Phillips file page on RealRadio.fm. We are the boys from... Listen, you can understand you when you're singing here. You can even spell there. Where the girls are the fairest, the boys are the squarest of any old state down our way. Hey, we are all strong for old Florida, down where the old gators play. In all kinds of weather, we'll all stick together. My chest is a sweater. Maybe, maybe he can't spell in the Phillips file. <laughs> I spoke too soon. All right, chunks. You got a commercial break to get your act together. You hear me? Uh, yeah. Uh, all right, we're gonna take a break and come back. We need at least three. Count them. Three contestants. You heard the headlines on the Phillips file. We turn them into prizes next. Get caught up on the day's news and win some prizes. Call now, 407-916-1041, 888-978-1041, and star 1041 on your singular wireless phones. And maybe we'll have old, uh, old, old Chunks, Alex Venezia, hosting the uh, the, the uh, game today instead of Chunks, who hover over ABCD. Next, <laughs> at least three contestants call now to be a winner at the Hideout on Real Radio 104.1. Tuesday night, the Hideout Real Radio 104.1. 407-916-1041-888-978-1041 star 1041 on your singular wireless phone. Hideout Headlines Game Show brought to you by the Wholesale Furniture Market. Complete bedroom sets from 899. Wholesale Furniture Market 40,000 square feet of quality home furniture, 50 to 70% off every day. Wholesale Furniture Market State Road 436 in Castleberry next to the Sam's Club. That's 407-332-1314. Some of the prizes include a pair of tickets to see the Predators versus the Georgia Force at the TD Waterhouse coming up Friday the 14th. Ticket information, 40744 preds $50 gift certificate to Matrix Tan Day Spa, and a $60 gift certificate to Brunswick Wakaiva Bowling Lanes. All these up, to gra up for grabs. The Hideout Real Radio 104.1 and the Hideout Headlines Game Show. Welcome. Welcome to the Hideout Headlines Game Show. Answer questions on what's in the headlines. Local, national, world, sports, entertainment, and strange. If you guess right, you win big. Now here's your host, Chuck. Got to get three. Actually, got to get two out of three correct to be a winner, all right? You heard the categories. It could be true, false, multiple choice, fill in the blank. John, you are kicking things off. Which category do you want to start with? Uh, sports. Let's go with sports. Here is Chunks. All right, John. Sports is true or false. Dante Culpepper had all the charges against him dropped concerning what is now known as the boat party. Is that true or false? That's true. Good job, John. Hold on. You're still in the game. No charges left on Dante Culpepper. Did he uh, did he run the uh, the race card angle that he was 
they going out there? They didn't say why he got off. The judges said that he didn't believe there was enough evidence to, against him to uh, go forward with a trial. But everyone else is still, um, it's not sure whether they're going to be released or not. So. Now, he staunchly has, uh, by the way, former UCF standout, mm-hmm. he has staunchly maintained his innocence. What about good old Freddie Smoot? <laughs> are the charges still up against Fred Smoot? I guess they are. Yeah, they have to be. I mean, he was the the person they had the strongest case against. Oh, man. He used to do an ID. We had to find that somewhere. We talked about the hideout. We got him to cut one of those little liners. And, um, yeah, so, but at least Dante, is he with, who's he with now? He's with the uh, Miami Dolphins. Okay, he's with the Dolphins. That's what I thought. Why were they looking at Breeze? They're not looking at Breeze anymore. No, no, Breeze is over in uh, New Orleans now. Oh. Hey, who do the Lions have? Uh, Kitna. King and McCown. So oh, Harrington and still there? huh? Isn't Harrington? Still Harrington is still there, but they said they will trade him. I think he will be going to the Chiefs. That's awesome. You guys have three standout backups. Mm-hmm. Now, if only we have we have three very very strong backups ready to go at any time. By the way, Cowboys got Owens. Uh, Super Bowl. All right, John, you're next up. Blitzer. Which category would you like? World, national, local entertainment, or strange? Mm, let's do strange. All right, you would kill to have blitz. Right now, yes. Here we go, John. (laughs) No prize. All right, John, strange is multiple choice. A pair of burglars robbing a bar in Austria escaped successfully after doing what to a patron who came in during the middle of the heist? Did A, uh, tickled him until he passed out from laughing, B, distracted him with a porn movie, C, served him beers until he passed out, or D, detained him with a Chinese finger trap? I don't know, but I'm going to say served him beers. There you go. You got it right. Always pick C. Good job, John. You're a winner. A couple people went into a bar when it was closed in Austria. A drunk uh, drunk patron came in and said, give me some beers. And they kept giving him beers saying, hey, this one's on the house. This one's on the because house. Because they were robbing the place? Yeah. And uh, he passed out. They left. And according to his report, uh, they got a description from the drunkard when he woke up. He said there was one big bloke and one smaller one. <laughs> bloke or black? What? Bloke. One big bloke. Well, I mean, he, he doesn't... In all in doubt, that's what they always throw out. Yeah, whenever. Uh, hey, I, I I think it was a black guy. You know what's funny too? This is the perfect like scenario. This guy will never be able to identify them because if you had this guy on the on the uh, stand, mm-hmm. you'd be like, how could you identify him? You were drunk. You were so drunk you passed out. Or even then, you know, even if you uh, even if uh, they do take him as you know a credible witness. Get him so drunk he blacks out. And then you don't remember anything from the night. I mean, it's I, I don't even know how they're going to come close to this. All right, let's go over to Movie Mike in Orlando. You ready, Movie Mike? Yes, I am. All right, world, national, local, or entertainment, which category? Entertainment. All right, let's go entertainment for Movie Mike. All right, entertainment is multiple choice. Britney Spears is pissed off which group of people after an event that happened at K-Fed's 28th birthday party. Is a group of people A, retards, B, midgets, C, parents of SIDS kids, or D, AIDS babies? What was C? Parents of SIDS kids, sudden infant death syndrome? Uh, I would say C. Hang tight for a second, movie, yeah. Mike. She pissed off uh, midgets. She uh, hired a bunch of midgets to bring... That could really could have been A or B. Yeah. Uh, with the retards. Damn, I didn't even think about that. Because they are the same people. Stop. Never beat them like that. <laughs> What happened, though? Uh, Britney Spears hired a bunch of midgets to bring in K-Fed's, like, humongous birthday cake, and then had two of them... All right, hold on. 
I have just fallen in love with her. Yes, she's uh, she's got a good sense of humor. That is actually incredibly funny, and that is something eventually at some point I would like to happen during my birthday party. And uh, she had one of them dress up like Sonny and the other one dress up like Cher. And, uh, All right, now she's not funny other. again. Now she went back to not being funny and ruined the gimmick. I don't know. Two, uh, two midgets dressed up like Sonny and Cher singing to each other? <laughs> But that sounds funny to me. Sources claim that the guests giggled and cheered with some jokingly, uh, with some jokingly suggesting a dwarf throwing contest. Of course. Well, what else do you do with them? Exactly. It's like you know, like setting a, a baseball and a bat and glove in front of people and saying he can't play. What else are you supposed to do after you point and laugh? The only thing I'd rather have them do is to walk around with like glass on top of their heads so they they can be movable coffee tables. Or uh, end tables or I've something seen like that. that. I've actually seen bars do that. Well, we have midget can, tables. What if we compare the uh, combine those two and make them like t-ball tees? And, and <laughs> why are baseballs on top of their head? Why are uh, some kind of William Pell type thing? <laughs> Play wiffle ball off the top of their head. That would, I, I got so many dreams now that I need to fulfill with midgets. Why is this midget group mad? These people weren't forced to. This wasn't slavery. They were paid to do a service, and they came in and did it. There's no more of an expensive entertainment item than a midget. They're more expensive than clowns, mm -hmm. than stand-up comics. Ponies. Even than your uh, local radio DJs. They, they demand a higher price. Oh, yeah, definitely. They are very, very expensive and strong. Uh, yeah, what's those are. little, you know, stout arms? Yeah, those I mean, they're fingers. Like, I mean, yeah, they're they're like they're spring loaded almost. Uh, all right, here we go, movie Mike. You got to get this one right to stay in the game. World, okay. national, or local? I'm gonna go local. Right, here's local for movie Mike. All right, local is true or false? Police in Daytona confirm that they have captured the serial killer that has taken the lives of three women. Is that true or false? That is true. Oh, movie Mike, 0 for 2. Sorry, my friend. No, they had a suspect originally, but... Midget? No, a retard. <laughs> Same thing. Stop. Exactly. It's not even close. Yeah. But they uh, but they decided that uh, this wasn't the guy, so going back to, they have no clue as to who the serial killer is again. Got a great idea for a movie. Okay, what a Midget serial killer. It's been done. Who? Leprechaun. No, that, that that's a mythical creature. This is semi-mythical. It's a midget. They're real. Okay. Oh, midget, prove it. Midget retard buddy cop movie. <laughs> Just going around solving crimes in Daytona. No, never solving them. Just they make them worse. Over evidence. <laughs> Up and down the A1A. Everything's everything gets thrown out of court because there's just drool all over everything. Oh, come on. Drool and. Tiny handprints. All right, we got two questions. Chocolate yeah. all over them. From meaty palms. All right, we got, we got two questions left. <laughs> Little baby hands. And we'll go... Baby hands McGee. That's what it be All right, hold on a second. All right, hold on a second. We're in well, diapers let's, let's, let's finish the game. Let's go to John and Deltona. You got to get one or done, okay? Because we'll also get a Dennis and Oviedo. So you want to go world or national? National. All right, here's National. National's fill in the blank. Which former House Majority Leader announced his resignation from office today, claiming his love for the Republican Party had a great deal to do with his decision? Delay. There you go. All right, you're a winner. Hold on. Hold on a sec. Yeah, we're going to talk about that a little bit more in a second, because uh, I have some thoughts on that, and why I actually think other people should take note from Tom Delay actually doing mm -hmm. something right. Um, one and done for Dennis and Oviedo. You're left with World, my friend, okay? Ah, big World, then. Very good. All right, World is, uh, World is multiple choice. 
A state-approved textbook in India cites what animal is making a better wife than a woman. Is it A, a donkey, B, a cow, C, a pig, or D, a dung beetle? I'll go with a cow. You're one and done. I'm going to say donkey. Uh, yes, you're absolutely correct. Uh, in a, uh, That's silly. In a textbook in India, I guess it's quoted as, this is from the textbook, it says, a donkey is like a housewife. Uh, housewife. In fact, the donkey is a shade better, for while the housewife may sometimes complain and walk off to her parents' home, you'll never catch the donkey being disloyal to his master. And this is what 14-year-olds read in their textbooks. Oh, this is actually in school. Yeah, this is in school where they teach kids. Not girls, though, right? Well, I guess they don't really care about the girls over there. Or maybe it's just to teach the girls lessons. See, this is better than you, and I agree. <laughs> I would rather stand on a, a crate and do that than uh, than you. Give me that donkey button and big old legs. I ain't too proud to beg. <laughs> that was a fantastic song. Who did that? Matt, go. Old school jam. Ain't too proud to beg? Uh, salt no. and pepper? No, 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 no. It was, uh, it was like it was in the time with like Womp There It Is. And um, some of those other songs. Donkey oh, Butt. The Daisy Dukes song? I don't know if it was. I don't think it was the Daisy Dukes song. Who did Daisy Dukes song? I don't know. It's not in the system. Uh, Come on, baby. 69 Boys did Daisy Dukes. All right, maybe that is it. If anybody knows that, I'll give you something. 407 star one zero four one on your singular wireless who, phones. Who would want a donkey butt? It doesn't have cheeks. It's a hideout of real radio. Big thighs, though. 104.1. Y'all got to remember this one. Welcome back to the hideout, real radio, 104.1. Remember, going to any strip club, they'll play it one time or another. Uh, I, I, we're trying to figure out who sings it. Or sing is a very uh, <laughs> loose term. So uh, it's a donkey butt, I guess. Mech in Orlando. What's up, Mech? Hey, what's going on, fellas? What you got? Who's, who does that one? Man, that's 12 gauge. All right, 12 gauge. I'm I, sorry. I, 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 I should have known it. I should have known it, man. I absolutely should have known it. I have one up in my head right now. Uh, I, think, <laughs> I do absolutely remember that. I, I was, believe I was in high school, and that was, that was the jam at all of the high school dances. All right, make your winner. Hold on. Thank you, brother. I remember right. slow dancing with girls to this. It was a special time in my life. All right, Matt, life. let me see you move. Come on. Break it down. Look at him. If you were a woman, you would make so much money as a stripper. Yeah. yeah. You have a donkey butt. And especially those double Ds you yeah, have. Let me see that elephant butt. Let me ride that donkey, donkey. I prefer uh, ride the train. That. James and your semi here in the hideout. What's up, James? Hey, what's up? What you got? Uh, I believe it's Temptation. No, it's not the Temptations that did Donkey Butt. Back in the sixties, brother, look it up. All right, we'll see what. All right, we'll see what the Temptations did. I don't think they did anything about a Donkey Butt. <laughs> yeah, I don't think it's the same. Yeah. All right, that's good. Dubs, let's fire up the news van, and we're heading over to anywhere in Central Florida. As trappers have reported significant increases in the number of calls for help with alligators and snakes at homes, uh, especially because of the dry weather, apparently what happens, the dry weather lowers the lakes, mm -hmm. and so these snakes and these alligators kind of don't have anywhere to go, so they're looking for other places, and they're out and about way more uh, than they usually would be. And right now is mating season, correct? I, I believe so. So they're even. This is right around the time when you find them out and about. Anyway. All right. What do you fear more if you were to come across them, a alligator or a snake? Snake. 
More than an alligator? Without a doubt, what kind, snake. Even a garden snake? Yes. Any snake freaks me out. Matt, I know you were freaked out by snakes, but if you were face-to-face with an alligator or a cobra? Cobra? Without a doubt. I, yeah, I think you can get away from an alligator easy enough. Yeah. That, that snake can just lunge at you. It has no, no, uh, no respect for gravity. It just flies at you. Uh, you guys are a couple of pusses. What, you'd be afraid of an alligator? All right, let me ask you. What's the best weapon to fight either an alligator or a snake with? A steak, a rat, or a steak knife? Steak knife. Steak. Here's what I'm going with. A rat. Because if I have a rat, I can throw it at the cobra for it to eat. Or if I have a rat, I can throw it at the alligator for it to eat or chase around. Same with a steak. Cobra's not going to go for a steak. It will go for a rat. You don't think it would would like a nice T-bone? And a steak knife will do you nothing. A steak knife... It gives me security. (laughs) I don't care if it will actually do me any good. I feel more secure with a steak knife that if I miss on the throw, like uh, I'm not going to throw the steak knife, I'm going to throw the meat. If I miss on that meat throw, then I'm defenseless. All right, Dubs, let's get back in the hideout news van, head over to Daytona Beach. Hideout Central Florida news tour. Uh, A ninth grader was arrested at school... I guess yesterday with marijuana and an unloaded 22 caliber handgun in his pocket. Party. Uh, according to the Volusia County Sheriff's Office, the gun was not displayed at school, and investigators don't think the boy planned to use it there. He said he was holding the weapon for someone else. Of course he was. That's not really going to do you any favors. No, you're still you're still in the same amount of trouble for it. Make up another excuse, like I didn't know it was there. What was your favorite? What, fa- what was your my pants? What was your favorite thing to take into school? That you weren't porn. supposed to have at school. Porn. Would you always be that kid that was taking a little porno mag and putting it in your history yes, book? Yes, exactly. You'd have you fold it in your history book, and, you just, and most of the time you didn't look at it during class. It was on the on the bus ride, that long two hour bus ride to school at six a.m. Nothing was better than sitting there acting like you're doing homework on the bus with a nice porno sitting in front of you. I gotta disagree with you, dude. I th- my favorite thing other than porn was I'm such a talk radio fan as it is. I would always sneak in my Walkman, put it on like the put the Walkman actually underneath my mm-hmm. uh, my shirt, and run the the whatchamacallit, the earphones up through my long sleeves and just sit there like you're uh, and leaning? sit there with my hand against my head like I was enjoying the lecture, but actually laughing either at when if it was in the morning class like at Stern when I was growing up. Or if it was the afternoon, the hard line, which is a sports talk show in Mm -hmm. Dallas, which actually was pretty darn good. I would do that with uh, with Stern. Actually, it was I think I was in like eleventh grade, and it was actually an art class, and we used to have those block periods where it was like an hour and a half long. Oh yeah. And so I would just sit there and listen to him, and like you know, the teacher never like you know did anything. She just like turn whatever in whenever you finish it. So I'd just be sitting there. Blocking all the other idiots out of my, uh, in my class out and just listen to that. It's a hideout, Road Radio 104.1. The other thing that started to happen my senior year was vodka. Vodka in water bottles was the other thing that was beginning to snuck in right as I was leaving high school in 96. When I was in middle school, uh, Crystal Pepsi came out, and people were hiding vodka in their Crystal Pepsi, two liters. And because Crystal Pepsi was clear, everybody just thought it would, and it would kind of cover up the vodka scent. Everybody thought they were just drinking Crystal Pepsi, but it was actually. And what was with Crystal Pepsi? Did it actually taste like Pepsi or no? I don't even remember Crystal Pepsi. It was just clear soda. I never drank it, though. 
Well, I don't know what the point of that would be then. Part of the fun is t- intaking something that is brown. Mm-hmm. It just because it, it's I mean, it, yeah, goes, it, 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 it still feeds into my sexual life. So still yeah, storage for interracial porn. That's too. actually you with a wig on on tubgirl.com. Mm-hmm. All right, Dubs, let's have, head back out into the hideout news van and swing it over to Winter Garden. <laughs> Where a possible loophole has sex offenders skirting the system. Police say the law doesn't cover offenders who have committed crimes in other states. Uh, currently, the law is you can't live within 2,500 feet of place, uh, feet uh, within places like playgrounds or daycare centers or stuff like that. They're trying to get around it. Now, let me ask you, what is it about Florida that I just? It just seems that so many sex offenders will congregate in Florida. I'll tell you what, they are wise to Florida. They Florida is not as hard on the sex offenders as other states. I, I knew that way before we moved out here. Florida was kind of the haven for sex offenders. Is it because the laws are too easy on them? Is it mm-hmm. because we have things like Disney and Universal? and? Uh, well, I mean, that, that doesn't you know hurt. You know but what I mean? Definitely it has a lot to do with the laws. All right, so where should sex offenders be able to live? In my basement. Okay, other than with you. (laughs) Meetings. For plans of action. Let me ask you. (laughs) Most of the sex offenders I know live with Dub's girlfriend. That's true. It's the only one you know. Yeah. Uh, Let me ask you, though. When it comes down to it, is it out of the realm of possibility of just creating a kid toucher town? And that's the name of it. Kind of them in? That's like the village. The M. Night Shyamalan movie. We just gather them all up and... Not just saying they, ha- but like here is a place. Do they have to live like Quakers, like uh, the people in the village did? I think it would help. Churning their own butter. Please, that's why they're in trouble. The problem is they did it in front of some seven-year-old. Um, let's go to Pep. Pep, you're in the hideout on Real Radio. <laughs> you can't screen this, Trunks. I didn't hear. I want to talk in the air. I know where sex offenders should live. Where? With you, Olivia, and your bed. All right, thank you, Brian. With your ankles munching. All right, thank you, Brian Peppers. I guess your ankle tastes like a 10-year-old. Hey, let me... I've never noticed, but okay. I like... Brian Peppers wants it. Hey, where's the best... Like, what's the best job? Like, what job can a kid toucher get where you don't have to worry about (laughs) being around kids? Jack Mayhoffer says, a kid toucher town? That's Tokyo. (laughs) (laughs) Ha, ha, ha. All right, fair enough. Um, but like, like I think like a mechanic or a cook is probably the best kid touching, like the best job a kid toucher has the opportunity to get. Yeah, well, not not a mechanic. Maybe like one of those. Why uh, not a mechanic? Because you're well, working, mecha- you're working around grown people in cars. You're not dealing with children. Obviously, you're well, not. You're sniffing be- the car seat. You're just going in there, wasting time sniffing car seats, and that's not going to get the oil changed. Well, kind of. This is Jake the Mechanic. Oh, come on. That's not even fair. I'll torque you nuts for free. Uh, Little boy. Now, what about this? Some people have suggested, how about they live next to candy stores and bus stops? We just call it Candyland. <laughs> Maybe that's where they ought to be able to congregate. And Dubs, finally, will swing the hideout news van back here to Orlando. In the Hideout Central Florida tour. Um, as next week, Orlando police are going to add two new detectives to the homicide unit with hopes 
that the detectives will keep up with the rash of recent murder cases in the city. Apparently, 2005, 21 total murders committed in Orlando, but in the first three months of this year, there have already been 13. Um, 13 in uh, Orlando? Yeah. That ain't bad. That's what I'm thinking. It doesn't seem like that's an incredibly large number. Maybe because we lived near Detroit for so long. I mean, Detroit, D.C., (laughs) Dallas. How many did we have in Detroit uh, that one year? It was some ungodly number, like 300. (laughs) Yeah, it was just absolutely crazy. Uh, whatever it was. Now, what do you think is causing, like, the fast-growing murder rate? Mm, I don't know. You think it's the rise just because more people are living here? It's the heat. The heat makes you kill. No, it doesn't. It does. I want to kill people when they knock on my door, and I'm just trying to sit there and enjoy my uh, my air conditioning. And I have to walk to the door all sweaty. Do you feel safer here in Orlando now, like exactly now, than you did a year ago, or do you even notice a difference? I don't, even, I don't notice a difference at all. I don't feel it to be more violent. I, I think my apartment complex is crappier. No, that, that's always been like that. You just not, are starting to notice, and uh, people are informing you on things. I can't wait to get the hell out of there. It's the Hideout Row Radio 104.1. <laughs> All right, light them up, 407-916-1041 and 888-978-1041. It's the Hideout on Row Radio 104.1, best nighttime entertainment in Orlando. Just started a new feature. I think we're doing it every Tuesday and Thursday. Take out that Hideout News van. <laughs> And uh, go throughout Central Florida with some Central Florida headlines. Uh, alligator snake encounter skyrocket. That's one of them. Mm-hmm. Ninth grader arrested with gun in school. Um, recent murders swamp local detectives. And a loophole allows some sec- sex offenders to skirt the system. Let's go to Chris in Orlando. What do you got for Hey Hideout, Chris? Hey, um, I just thought, you know, these sick people at a kid touches, man. It, the perfect job that would probably be like a character at one of the theme parks. All right, so that is that is the perfect job for them to then go off and molest more. Yes, yeah, so that'd be a perfect job in their mind. Yeah, in their mind. I'm thinking what's a good job to keep them away from the children. Although you could take it in whatever angle you want. It is hey hideout. Why not uh, like a corrections officer? Because they already pretty much get manhandled in prison. I guess that would be one way for them not to. And I don't even know if you could be if you have that on your record. There's probably a pretty good chance you couldn't. Or a cook there. Mark in Orlando, you're in the hideout on Road Radio. What do you got, Mark? Hey, how's it going? Hey, buddy. Um, I think uh, the perfect uh, kid toucher job would be either a toll booth collector or a radio talk show host. All right, Dubs has the market cornered on one, and you're right about the talk show host. Mm-hmm. The toll booth collector is a fantastic idea. Hey, dude, are they allowed to have radios in the toll booths? Yes, I think so. I think they can listen to the radio in there. All right, there's no reason why every toll booth shouldn't be turned on in the hideout at night. And the best thing about if if a toll booth worker, was, you know, if kid touchers became toll booth workers, they'd actually be able to reach you when you're handing the change back because for some reason, kid touchers have very long fingers. I've noticed that. Uh, that was just from when you were a child. Uh, wallet- I can palm basketball, I'm just telling you. I'm just saying. <laughs> wallet Head says... Sex offenders all come down to Florida for the great weather. I'm sure that's it. Kids are always wearing shorts. Um, showing up their fancy little knees. Now, King mm. K. Rule, who is a junior heretic, we were talking about things that you aren't supposed to take to school. Mm-hmm. He says porn is absolutely the one that's going on all the time. You can hide it um, on the floor of your locker under a folder, 
or nowadays, it's in their PSPs. Oh yeah. So they're gonna they're gonna get rid of those in schools pretty soon too, just like they're getting rid of the cell phones. And iPods, I'm sure, are are all over the place uh, when it comes to that. Four zero seven nine one six one zero four one triple eight nine seven eight one zero four one. I remember when I was going to school, they took out the uh, the uh, Game Boys. We can bring your Game Boy to school, even on the bus. Uh, not even on the bus, really? No, it was crazy. Yeah. I guess people were uh, sneaking out during school and playing them in the bathroom and stuff. So they uh, right. they, they made us stop bringing them in all, all together. EMSTD, you're in the hideout. What's up, bud? What's up, fellas? What you got? Hey, I had a question for you, Hefe. Uh-huh. Something I noticed. Uh, why are you always bitching about your apartment wherever you live? You bitched about your apartment in Silver Spring. <laughs> you bitch about your apartment in Orlando. Well, he, he did have a great one when he moved out of that one in Silver Spring, Maryland, and went to another one in Silver Spring, Maryland. Yeah. You love that one. Yeah. The- but uh, you always have good reason to bitch. Yeah, I, Dubs has been the, the, the two places that I've talked about EMSTD, and it's because they were holes. Well, and I put that on you though. You don't do a whole lot of uh, researching when you when you get your place, right? And you just go into the one that looks pretty good I'll and uh, has the, a pretty good price. I'll tell you about that. Both of those were picked from out of town. Yeah, one from going from Michigan to D.C. and this one currently from D.C. down to here. That other beautiful high rise that I lived in, which I can now say I don't mind, the Bennington. <laughs> I thought it was the O'Reilly. Yeah, you guys used to like to do that on the air. <laughs> the, the Geronimo. Geronimo. Yeah. <laughs> the what? The O'Mara. Uh, the Burbank. The Kramer. That one. <laughs> that one was just gorgeous because I actually got to see it in person. If mm-hmm. I had seen this hole in person, I wouldn't have picked there. Absolutely not. Uh, Jeff and Castleberry, hey, it's hi, like down Radio. What's up, Jeff? Hey, hey guys, what's going on? Hey, buddy. Uh, I didn't know if you guys heard about this or not, but there was uh, a big drug bust in a house in Castleberry last week um, right down the road from me, and I wanted to talk to you guys and say, uh, how do you think these guys got caught? Do you think maybe it was like uh, not giving a good tip to the pizza driver? <laughs> no. The Mormons came by and smelled what was going on. Well, now, big... Wait, wait, wait. Uh, was this the one where it was kind of like a family and they had a bunch of plants yeah. down in the uh, in the basement? Yes. Okay. That, that's exactly what I'm talking I, about. I, I, I saw this on the news, and uh, it was so funny because these dirty kids that live there were trying to block the cameras with their hands, and the whole family's just standing in front of the cameras. Like, that's their biggest uh, concern right now. They, their whole family's probably going to be going to jail. Right. And they're concerned about if the news cameras capture their house on camera. I don't know. Did, was there any. I mean, is this a game, or do you actually know what happened, Jeff? No. Well, it, actually, they say on the news that anybody who went to the front door wouldn't know what was going on in the house. That's how bad it was. Something like $80,000 worth. It was like a, a oh. high-tech lab that had going mm-hmm. on in there. Uh, was it meth? They look like high-tech people. Was it meth yeah. or was it marijuana or what? No, it was just marijuana. Mm-hmm. That's uh, all it was. And it was that much you could smell it outside. Yeah, what? so I wonder if they got busted from somebody from the outside just coming by the house for some odd reason. You know what I bet oh, it was? A mailman, maybe? I bet it was a neighbor. I bet a neighbor probably ratted them out because they were probably noisy people. It stunk like marijuana. You have to cut your neighbors in. Yeah, you, you ab- definitely have to. You have to clue them in. You have to make sure they're cool, and you have to give them some cash. That or you're absolutely beyond nice to them. You oh, know? yeah, you invite them over for barbecues. Brownies. How about a nice uh, marijuana brownie? Hey, good story. Thank you, Jeff. Appreciate I t- it. You uh, giving your neighbor some kind of gift goes such a long way when you are moving in someplace. Uh, our neighbors above us at my apartment... First day they came in, brought me a big bunch of cookies. 
They make noise up there. I don't care because I got one batch of cookies, and I'm pleased with them. All right, I heard this. Uh, Misfit Matt gives flyers to the toll booth people. Yeah. Uh, you know what? He's fantastic. We need, he is. We need more of Misfit Matt. Heretic. One of my favorite listeners of all time. Around here. All right, do you remember when they banned Pokemon cards from elementary schools? Because they called it gambling? Remember when pogs? they banned... Oh, yeah, Pogs. Or those little electric electronic babies girls had where you had to feed it. Oh, yeah, because it, it was uh, distracting them. Yeah, girls would cry when theirs would die or expire. <laughs> Senior Hamburger Burglar, hey, hideout, real fast, what you got? Um, I know a place to um that kid touchers could live, and also, um, a, it's not really a good job for kid touchers, but it's an easy one to get. Mm-hmm. The place to live is Gibbs' dad socks. Oh. <laughs> um, All right, fair enough. And that... the easy job to get is hideout intern. Uh, very good. By the way, where is Gibbs? Has he just disappeared on us? Oh wait, he's on the phone. Mm-hmm. I guess that isn't. He just couldn't make it in today. He said he was just a little too tired. <laughs> I just can't do it, dudes. <laughs> By the way, I told you Putin was good. I miss Gibbs. Gibbs is working hard. I hate him. Um. All right, let's take a break. We'll come back. Fantastic. Hey, hideout. Had a way to bring something to the table. Very good job there. And I think Dubs the first hideout news van Central Florida tour was a hit. So we'll go do it again Thursday. At 7.30 after the Headlines Game Show. It's a Hideout Real Radio 104.1. Coming up next. Up next, up next. On the Hideout. All right, coming up, Dubs. Catherine Nomura. 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 Wrote a book, The Laws of Lifetime Growth. Always make your future bigger than your past. All right, so this is going to be a little self-help on ways that we can get better. Everybody needs it. And instead of paying for it, you get it free next in the hideout on Real Radio 104.1. All right, welcome back into the hideout Tuesday night in the hideout on Real Radio 104.1. 407 and Star 1041 on your singular wireless phone. Hefe, hmm. a little bit later, I still have to uh, break my new band. Yeah, we should do that after we have the after we talk to uh, our guest. Okay. Dubs, one of the things here in the hideout we always say is be somebody. Mm -hmm. And people, I think it's kind of fallen, not on deaf ears, but they hear us repeat it so much, it's kind of, the the words are dead to them almost. And they don't realize, but when we ask you to be somebody, it's, you know, make a difference. Do something above and beyond what you would normally do. Now, selfishly, we want you to be somebody with the hideout. We want you to call in. We want you to uh, instant message and participate on Real Radio Hideout. Maybe go to hideoutheretics.net. We want to do anything. Uh, we want you to do anything that you feel compelled to do. But the other thing too is you also want to be somebody in life. Maybe you want to volunteer, be a mentor, like I am for Matt Albert, Big Brother, that kind of thing. Or maybe you want. Yes. Maybe you he want. Definitely is a big brother. <laughs> brother. Brother. Maybe you Rohan. just want to be somebody in your career. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Joining us here in the hideout right now, Dubs, Catherine Nomura, um, author of The Laws of Lifetime Growth, Always Make Your Future Bigger Than Your Past. Uh, Catherine, how are you? I'm fine. How are you guys? Fantastic. Thank you for Great. coming into the hideout. So what is the idea behind, like, 
making your future bigger bigger than your past? Like, what exactly does that mean? Does it mean, like, financially, or does it just mean professionally, or just, like, kind of life-wise and family-wise? Yeah, you know, it can mean all of those things. It really means whatever a bigger future means to you, and that's going to be different for every single person, you know, who's listening. Your bigger future is really, you know, in your own mind. So it's it's whatever you want it to be, however you want your life to be bigger tomorrow than it is today. What are people doing to take to hold themselves back? You know, a lot of what they do is just getting focused sometimes on some of the wrong things, and it's really easy to do that. You know, we can get very uh, focused on on making money, on being successful, on getting rewards in life, um, for instance, uh, on working really hard, uh, or even even some people are just focused on the past a lot. And all of those things, you know, aren't necessarily bad on their own, but if that's all you're focusing on, they can keep you from focusing on things that really keep you growing like learning and contributing and cooperating with other people and asking great questions and thinking about what the bigger future looks like. Uh, Catherine Nomura here in the Hideout on Road Radio 104.1. The book is The Laws of Lifetime Growth. Always make your future bigger than your past. I assume it's available everywhere, Amazon.com, Barnes & Noble, all that kind of fun stuff? Absolutely, yeah. Um, all right, so Dubs, you think maybe we do that a little bit? Like maybe we're focused... Uh, like in our careers, more so on revenge and, you know, kind of showing our old bosses that they screwed up as opposed to making plans for the future and how we can get better. Oh, we, without a doubt. We just kind of focus on the negativity. I, Catherine, how do you kind of, like, how do you switch that? Do you begin list making, goal setting? I mean, what do you do? There are all kinds of things. You know, one thing you can do is just ask yourself a really great question that forces you to think about how you want your future to be bigger. And I can give an example of that. Okay. You know, here's a question for you. If we were sitting here three years from today, looking back on today, what has to have happened over those three years for you to feel happy with your progress, both personally and professionally? Oh, wow. That's a deep one, Dubs. What about for you? What would have had to have happened? Three years from now, looking back at today and finding myself successful three years from now? Mm Mm-hmm. Um, I would just say, not getting fired, not <laughs> I, sitting on the beach for a while. You're not, uh, so you're setting it low then, right? Well, no. I mean, seriously, in this business, that's not a low standard. I mean, you honestly, and when you open your yap as much as we do, it, it's a general, a genuine fear to uh, be fired. All right, so to not be fired. Yeah, and, uh, not, <laughs> not ruin my not ruining my career with a kid toucher joke, racist or uh, or uh, right, so hard joke. Shock jock. Yeah, don't be sh- don't be too much of a shock jock. Yeah. All right, now yeah, Ka- make it make a double what I'm making now. All right, now you think maybe Catherine. money can do it? Yeah. Um, Catherine, do you normally get that kind of an answer of the money thing? Sure, that can be a part of it. That's a lot. That's a big part of it for a lot of people. You know, that's one piece, and money makes a lot of other things possible. And you don't want it to be the only thing you're focusing on because it's not going to help you grow in a lot of ways. But it will be good uh, funding for a lot of other things you can do to help you grow. So there's nothing wrong with, you know, wanting to have money as part of your bigger future. It's just that there are probably a lot of other things that you also want if you look really closely at, at what would really make you happy. I, now, this has been a real big thing for me lately, and that's mm-hmm. why I wanted to have Catherine on. Uh, the book is The Laws of Lifetime Growth Always Make Your Future Bigger Than Your Past. Uh, you know, I'm kind of going through some things, and I, I want to be a better person and a you know, I just having my grandfather's funeral, I realized that I'm not nearly the man that he was, and I don't work hard, nearly as hard as he ever did in his life. What are some of the things, Catherine, that tend to stall people when it comes to personal growth or success? Well, you know, there, there can be a number of different things, but um, 
again, you know, a, a lot of it comes from from getting focused on something that's not helping you to grow. And that that happens because we aren't taught how to grow, really. We're not really taught. It's not something that you learn in school. It's not something you even learn out in the business world, really, as, as a lesson unto itself. You kind of have to learn how to keep growing, which is why we provided these ten laws that are in the book, because we've looked at how very successful people have kept growing over years and years and years and kind of distilled down the secret. So it's like having the solution to the puzzle. If you're not really focusing on growth, it's really easy to go off the path and end up, you know, kind of stalled. And then you just realize one day, you know, this this can't be all there is, or, you know, I'm really bored or I'm overwhelmed or I feel like, you know, my life has lost its meaning. It's just not as interesting as it used to be. Uh, and all those things mean is just that you've probably stopped growing. And, and getting started again actually isn't that hard once you realize that that's what the issue is. You just have to find the motive. Because a lot of times, too, when you have buddies who are really screwed up, mm-hmm. you want to try to spur them on and help them out. But you can't you can't do that until they're ready to actually get it going. Uh, it's a Hideout Row Radio 104.1. Uh, the book is The Laws of Lifetime Growth. All right, I want people to go buy the book, but can you give us a couple of those laws? Sure. Okay, we've already talked about the first law, always make your future bigger than your past. Here's another great one. Number two, always make your learning greater than your experience. And that's a really important one because Hmm. if you're not learning, you're probably not growing. So every experience you have is an opportunity to learn something that can help you have a better future. And it's up to you to actually do that learning in the moment with which with each experience that you have, whether it's a good experience or a bad experience. That's something I've always said. Uh, You know, every experience kind of creates you as a person oh absolutely it it, it ends up in if you if you purposely go your way like matt albert to miss experiences and just sit in your apartment all day and not do anything really and not get anything on the line yeah there's not really life there it's only you only have the memories yeah because we have uh, one of our our third mike and writers uh his name is matt albert he's six five five hundred pounds 21 year old black virgin with uh, patchy baldness and graying hair now numerous times we have tried to hook him up with a lady friend and numerous times he's failed miserably. Now, these are all experiences that he says he hates. However, I can look back, and I bet if we put it together a mixtape of all the times we've done it on the air, he repeats the same mistake over and over and over again, so he's not learning from those experiences. All right, that's a fantastic one. All right, one final one, Catherine uh, Numora, right here in the hideout. Give us okay. one more of those laws, and people can go get this book. Sure, I'll give you Law 8. Always make your confidence greater than your comfort. This sounds like another one that your friend could use there. Yeah. <laughs> and this one is about, you know, growing through stretching yourself. You, you know, it's good to be comfortable sometimes. We all want to be comfortable to a certain degree. But if all you have in your life is comfort, then that means you're probably never going out there and really challenging yourself. Yes, yes. That's another thing with Matt. This Definitely. Is, I think that's another one for all of us, but that is absolutely <laughs> to a T right here. Well, Matt seems like your perfect case study. Oh, absolutely. All right, expand on that one just a little bit more about the whole confidence uh, bigger than your comfort thing. Right. I mean, to to keep growing, you, you want to keep growing your confidence because confidence allows you to keep seeing that even greater things are possible. The more you can think about it, when you feel really confident, it seems like a lot of things are possible. When you're mm-hmm. not confident, it seems like nothing's possible. Yeah. <laughs> and the it whole seems like you're, uh, yeah, it doesn't seem so, like you can do anything. That's right. So growing your confidence is actually a really important part of being able to grow all around. And the way that you grow your confidence is by doing things that that you find a little bit uncomfortable that force you to stretch a little bit. And, you know, they don't have to be huge steps. You don't have to go do an Ironman or anything like that. You can just start by walking down the street. No, I mean, that's something, too, that even with Matt, you hated being around people, but being on this show, you've gotten a little bit more comfortable in social 
like experiments. Or even two, uh, he hated to drive. But we forced him to drive us everywhere when he first moved down here. And now and now you're more uncomfortable, you're more comfortable by getting out there and you have more confidence because of the, because of the driving. Hey, Catherine, I'll tell you this. I'm already a believer in the book. Uh, it does what, seem like you have uh, a lot, you're making a lot of sense right there, with, here, uh, mostly with Matt Albert and his situation. Here's what I'd like to do. And very rarely do we invite in a guest back. Here's what I'd like. I'd like to see if we can get one of these books uh, available on Amazon.com or any bookstore for Matt Albert. And I want Matt Albert to read this book, <laughs> The Laws of Lifetime Growth. Uh, yet another thing he doesn't do. He doesn't read. Um, <laughs> he always, sits at home all day and he doesn't read. I don't understand how you can you can sit there and do nothing and enjoy yourself. Always, are for. always make your future bigger than your past. Do you have a book on tape for him? <laughs> yeah, I don't yeah. Know. Uh, no, he's going to read. And then I want to invite Catherine back. And have Matt talk a little bit and see if he can learn a little bit more from Catherine uh, Numora. How does that sound to you, Catherine? Sounds great. That would be my pleasure. All right. Well, this is fantastic because I honestly think this is something that a big man can uh, talk to you about. Hold on. I'm going to put you on hold to talk to our producer. This is a big one. Does that make sense to you, Matt? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, There's no confidence even behind that yeah. <laughs> like, let me ask you, what did you learn? And maybe we'll quiz him from now on. What did you learn from going to the strip club last Thursday night at Dancers Royale? Uh, I'm fat, get it? <laughs> I've always known that. Uh, confidence pays off a little bit. Yeah, because you were t- actually talking to the strippers when money wasn't being exchanged. And they'd already gotten money from you. All right, so they just wanted more of your money. That was actually Joey Bag of Donuts money. <laughs> but it did work out for you. You did uh, feel good about yourself going home that night when you went to run one. Did you think about the stripper when you were home the run run? I thought about you. Hmm. And your head. Again. All right, let's take like a break. A big peach. What the hell? <laughs> it is fuzzy. It kind of bald in certain places. I refer to think of it as the reverse fade. Most people get the fade from the down up. I do it <laughs> from the top down. Bringing something new to Central Florida. The reverse fade. Leave it in Texas. The not mohawk. We'll take a break. We'll come back. Hey, dude, I think this can help you. I know most people are trying to pawn off self-help books, but I think this is one that could actually help get you over the hump. Mm-hmm. All right? So we'll chat more with her later on. Good good booking, Tommy. We'll take a break. We'll come back. It's the Hideout Road Radio 104.1. Stay tuned. It's hideout. Coming up next, it's the hideout. the hideout. All right, Dubs, you insist... That you have what is going to be the new hits. Yes. Radio stations worldwide. Let me uh, just throw out the name and we'll actually get to the music. His name is Brent Simon. And he is a solo artist. He has a band, but I'd like to, I'd like to take him out of that band, take him on the solo career. Brent Simon, the next big thing. All right, we'll find out about that next here in the Hideout on Real Radio 104.1. Tuesday night in the Hideout, Real Radio 104.1. I want to remind you to go check out the podcasting section on iTunes of The Hideout. At one point over the weekend, we had five of the top 100 talk show uh, podcasts. I know that SBK was chatting with him earlier. He watched the Loose Change 9-11 video, Mm -hmm. and uh, he went to go check out our interview under the interview section on uh, the podcasting because uh, after he'd heard it, he wanted to, you know, hear us talk to those guys and all that stuff. So that's all available for you. On iTunes. Dubs, you have found music that you insist 
is going to be the new rage. Now, you and I have worked in music radio before. Mm -hmm. I know what sells. Uh, I was in rock radio. I have also worked in, quote-unquote, uh, top 40 radio. What I'm saying right now? Crossover success. All right, so this will be mainstream. Yes. Okay, now who is this guy, and why do you insist this is it? This is Brett Simon. Brent Simon, I'm sorry. Brent, Brent. Simon. Brent Simon, uh, it's mostly keyboard music, but uh, it, it's tapping into a new uh, genre of nerd music. Uh, now, let me ask you, because the other thing, too, is everyone wonders, what's going to be the next thing, big thing in music? I say, I say uh, nerd. You had rap, rock. Mm-hmm. You had uh, reggaeton. This is more nerd electronica. Okay. And uh, I have two uh, two songs. This is going to be one of those where we send it to uh, a station and say, hey, pick from one of these singles. And I want you to pick right now which one we hear first. We have Space Camp. Oh, that's a good one. Or World Wired West. I've not heard that one yet. All right, let's go with the one you have heard in Space Camp. Space Camp, mm -hmm. okay. great lyrics. I've heard both of them. Classic. If you want to, you can go to uh, myspace.com backslash Brent Simon. The videos are on there, too, so I got a video out. All right, let's hear this. So here is Space Camp, a song, oddly enough, about Space Camp. He has a look, too. video recorder so if you do go watch the video it has subtitles what do you think so far Evan? it's awful are you kidding me are we listening to the same song here? Not anymore. I took off my headphones. Why? It's awful. I can still hear you. don't have to turn it off. Nerd Electronica. All right, all right. You don't like Space Camp. All right. Let's try the second single. I like the Carl Sagan references. Who doesn't? That goes without saying. Okay, what the hell is this guy? The girls are going to be all over him. Mm -hmm. Holy Christ, is, is he an engineer here at Clear Channel? He does have an engineer Why? Look. Why? <laughs> I, I'm thinking this is probably some young dude. This guy's got to be 50. He looks like Mike the Teacher. <laughs> By the way, I got a CD from him. Nice. All right, we'll, we'll try Some people camp out to see episode three. Some, for some people, that's fine, but it's not just for me. At Space Camp, excitement did abound. See? Abound. You rhymed with All that. right, go down to World Wired West, which is the uh, video right below, and just follow along. All right, I'll follow along, and you hit it now. MySpace.com slash Brent Simon. 
this is the this is the problem with things like YouTube and MySpace. World Wired Web is West is this what we're looking yes. at? Yes, World Wired West. Are enough with the grand? It's a build up to it, my friend. And it's just some fat guy sitting at his keyboard. Get under guest? I hold on a second. I'll pause it. I think this is the guy uh, that works in engineering. Not engineering, uh, Vitris. I think Jeff Vitris? I think this is Jeff Vitris. Uh, our, our web uh, guy? The web guy for Clear Channel. Hold on a second. We got somebody on the phone. Hideout Hotline, who is this? Who do you think it is? How do you like my song? Tony Pig's Hideout Engineer. This You're is damn right. This is you, actually, Brett Simon? Yeah, I'm getting to stick my uh, jazz CD. This is my alias. You know, no name, no faces, Hideout. That is true. It is no names or faces here in the high... Well, then why did you call in under, under Tony Pig's? Hey, you know, this is my real name. I'm trying to be serious now. Have up t- like my music. It's serious. I All love you got it. boys bitching, throwing stuff in the studio. Hey, this is my- Pig's? Pig's, yeah. I totally enjoy... For the microphone. I'm you not... You're clogged up. You no. think it's... I'm still an engineer. I'm not a musician now. You get the hell out of there. You, you're chewing all over the console. Is that fat tubby guy next to you doing it too? Hold on. Mm. Oh, you're drinking now, huh? You can get your liquids all over. You get your man liquids all over. Nope. We hung up on him. Right when he said man liquids. All right, Dubs. Yes. I'd like to say this. I I'm hate a genius. You. I hate you. Why? Brent Simon www.myspace.com backslash Brent Simon Adam. You know what's funny? You're going to see him on allaccess.com. All these stations have added Brent Simon. I am actually, um, I closed down that window just to look at Chunks Massaging Auto, which is <laughs> set as the background here in the studio. And that makes me happier than this crap music. He's a piano man, the piano nerd. <laughs> Sing me a song, you're the piano nerd. All right, let me ask you something. Does this... Let's do a uh, smash or trash here in the cage match. Hit it or quit it. Wait, he's breaking it down. Hey, what makes a nerd? This guy. I mean, this guy embodies it. He definitely embodies nerd. Uh, there's some kind of obsession with a nerd for everything nerdy. Like he can't break it, the, the break the uh, gimmick for one second and be cool and want chicks. Josh in the Palm Coast, you're in the hideout. What do you got, Josh? Hey, hideout. Hey, man. Buddy. This guy sucks, dude. Trash it, right, man. There's a trash it. Oh, we gotta trash it now. Smash it or trash it. Here in the hideout. <laughs> Naked lunch, man. Dude, this is awful, and I hate you. Why? What a waste of a segment. Matt, smash your trash. Smash. Damn straight. Naked lunch, number one hit with a bullet, just climbing the charts. 
Matt and Daytona, you're in the hideout. Yo, trash it, man. It is worse than David Hasselhoff singing in German. How dare In you? fact, I'll say this. Yesterday you had a hit with the Dirk Nowitzki song. This one, awful. Mm-mm. Brent Simon. Bad Angel, you're in the hideout. What's up? you got to be kidding me. <laughs> a smash it or trash it. That is so bad. Dude, I have a country CD, okay? Uh-huh. I was hired as a rock and roll DJ. The guy switched over to country. Somehow, I ended up making a CD. Hmm. Of country music. Mm-hmm. I know that's your favorite genre. Yeah, absolutely. But I'm gonna have to send it to you or to Chunk, and you're gonna have to play mine if you're playing this. Because apparently anything's getting played here on the radio thanks well, to Jay. Apparently, Dunks. but I mean, if you play mine, I might actually, you know, be somebody. I hear you. Brent Simon is somebody. He likes Space Camp. All right, someone brings up a good point. He's hmm. the comic book guy from The Simpsons. He is, but with a better voice. I have to say, worse voice. No, his voice is that. He sings like a bird. Hide out. Who is this? Hey, this is Tommy. I think that's a definite smash. Tommy Bateman? I gotta go back to work now, but it's a smash. Okay, are you su- I have a. I have another song from him too. Tommy. Yeah. That is trash. I'd rather hear that. All right, Tommy, you called in. Work. That doesn't count. I, I've been here the whole time. Steve and Ocala, I know, I saw you on the phone. Yeah, Steve. Yeah, that's a smash, man. That's uh, it. You're crazy. Just nuts. That's a hit. You're insane. I say trash you for not liking that. That's definitely a smash. Daniel and Haines City. Hey, guys. Hey, buddy. It's coming from two nerds that are right now driving on I-4. Trash that thing. Just dubs sit on it and get it over with. Yeah, that is true. Dubs, why don't you just get a nice um, massage toy and sit on it. Why would you say such mean things? The guy's a good singer. Anti-Matt, you're in the hideout. It's crazy. They're playing that on Jack FM right now. (laughs) Well, they're ripping off everything. Let's go over here to uh, Dirt Stash here in the hideout. Hey, hideout's going on. Hey, what's going uh, that's, on? That's definitely a smash. Definitely. All right, now that's who's on your side, Dirt Stash. He knows music. Justin, Justin, you're in the hideout on Road Radio. Yeah, Justin Johnson checking in. I say complete smash. Okay, Justin Lee Johnson? Yes. Okay, Dubs, that's you. Okay, Arbors. <laughs> Dubs, that's you. Why are you giving out your apartment complex? That isn't necessary for you to call in. And you can't even call in. You're on the show. Brent Simon, number one. I absolutely absolutely love him. him. What the hell is... (laughs) Phil Henry, you are not. It's a hideout, Road Radio 104.1. It's a hideout, Road Radio 104.1, live on a Tuesday night. Coming up, the hideout door prize blowout. Tonight's game, Movie Morgue. We'll get into that. Smash or trash it on that awful song that Dubs played for us a second hey, ago. Hey, as, as host, you have to be impartial. No, uh, absolutely not. I wasn't back then, and I won't be now. Gage and Persuasion. What's up, fellas? That's a smash. That is an instant hit right there. Uh, the only problem I have with the song is if... Uh, actually, if you, guys, if you would have played it maybe ten seconds longer, I probably could have finished myself off, too. All right. Here you go. Smack, ten seconds for you. Smack Daddy, you're in the hideout. Hey, how's it going? Hey. What's up, Smack Daddy? 
Hey, well, really, you know, in reality, you got to trash it. Why? Absolutely. Well, you know, the, the guy... I'll tell you, it doesn't he, have the highest recording quality, uh, but you get him into a studio... piano, you almost, like, play spastic. No, I completely agree. It's awful. Right. Uh, Zach in Ormond Beach here in the hideout. What's up, Zach? Yeah, I just wanted to say there's actually a genre of music uh, called nerdcore with artists like uh, Optimus Rhyme. <laughs> this guy's not even worthy of that status. This is the worst thing I've ever heard. It's Brett Simon. It's not even nerdcore. Thank you, Zach. Uh, Black Matt, you're in the hideout on Real Radio. Yeah, I just got to say, this thing's epic. Rackle. I agree. This is a smash, son. I like that, Matt. Yeah. Matt's a good color. One of the best colors ever. Always, you know, you're, you're, you're the funniest on the show. Uh, I can't. I can't I we can't can hear you. Joke. Your mic is on. What are you talking about? I can hear you. You can hear him. I can him. still hear you. That's my mic is on. That's not what you're talking, talking about. There. That's enough of that. A-hole. What? All right, Dubs, what, Dubs, what makes a nerd? Um, uh, hold on. There's Bobo from Baltimore. Hello. How dare you? How dare I what? What are you What are you giving it? Well, can I say hideout heretic P one five zero five nine? Thank you for being somebody. Thank you for making me somebody. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> what are you so creepy? <laughs> smash the trash, Bobo. I say smash. All right. You've heard his music. Is it, yeah. Well, I'd rather hear that now. Gibbs. Hey, what's going on, guys? What do you want, Gibbs? Uh, I don't know. You want to see if this guy needs a drummer? Uh, what do you mean? Ima- imagine Gibbs working the chest behind that music. Or the guy working his chest. Oh, that happened afterwards. I got something to work if you got some socks. Okay, you know what? Thank you. Gibbs. That was a smash. But what is it about nerds? Is it like their lingo? Is... Uh, there, there's a lot to be a nerd. Um, I always consider myself kind of a nerdy person, but people like Brent, uh, Simon, really put me to shame. There's a whole thing where they can't quit the gimmick. They have to 100% all the time be talking about uh, computers, uh, some really dorky movie, something that really... You shouldn't be enjoying. Is it about their attitude, or what is it? There is a nerd attitude that you have to carry. And with that goes the clothes. Jimmy the Jew, you're in the hideout on Real Radio. Hello, F-A-J, Dubs. That's a total smash hit. It was free. You found it free, right, Dubs? Yes, I did. The only way it would be better is if that nice boy Corolla was singing the lyrics like oh. he did with the Florida song. All the right. Florida Thank song. you, Jimmy the Jew. Every time with the nice boy Corolla. It's chunks now. Now that we're in uh, Florida, it's chunks. All right, let me ask you this. Yes. Nerddom. Nature or nurture? Nature. I think you're born nerdy. I say nurture. What, you think you're raised to be nerdy? I That's think, close-minded. I think being a nerd is a choice. No. I think it's one of those hip things... Do you that think- kids get peer pressured into, and it's part of the nerd agenda. No one wants to be a nerd, my friend. 
You think someone wakes up this morning and says, hey, I don't want to be into chicks and I just want to type? You don't want to be Bill Gates? Of course you do. You don't want to be Mark Cuban? He's not a nerd. Absolutely. He's just got a big head. It, again, is part of this uh, vast nerd agenda to turn all of our children into nerds. And I say no more. Putin, you're in the hideout on Rural Radio. Hey, guys, I'm taking a break from my Chinese food, and I'll say it's a smash. Smash? I'm telling you what, this thing's a hit. All the way through. Think about it. It's the choices that you make in life. It's not a choice. It's just what they're drawn to. You can decide to go out and be athletic. Do you think Do you think Brent chose this? It shows him. I guess we've struck a nerve, a nerve with the interns. We had Gibbs, Putin, and now uh, Hooch here in the hideout on Roll Radio. What's oh, my God. Like, usually I'm so hardcore, but this is awesome. Oh, man. It makes me think of food. Like a big cheeseburger. It's so good. I mean, because, like, you listen to it, and it's got, it's got hardcore. It's got, like, emo parts, but it's so awesome. I love it, man. I had to hang up on her. I can't believe we put it. I thought Hooch was sick of this. If you, go, if you go look at the video, you could be right. Again, another way that it's uh, nurture versus nature, nerddom. It's in the clothes that you wear. Who wears the white shirts with the skinny black tie and the black pants? White shirts, by the way. Uh, short sleeve. Who chooses to wear a pocket protector? Who's, exactly. Who chooses that? It's nature, not nurture. They do. That's who. The nerds. High water pants. They That's were, all nerds. There's some kind of odd thing that draws them to that side, like to the the, the wrong length pants area. All right. Nightmare Dave says he will vote it a smash if you, Dubs, will admit you're in love with Larry the Cable Guy. Never. I don't need your vote. We've already... One at a wide margin. Hmm. Fuzzy math. That's what it is. Fuzzy math. Bobo put us over the top. Please. <laughs> so hide out. Real Radio 104.1. Stay tuned. Stay tuned to the hideout. Uh, Dubs, uh, still a lot to get to uh, here in the hideout. Oh, let me tell you real fast before we get to the hideout door prize blowout. Hmm. About the Canadian guy. Oh, yeah. Uh, that I got caught with on the airplane. Ew. It, almost. Kind of. Those blankets, uh, don't use them on the airplane. It's a Hideout Real Radio 104.1. They're using your belly. See? Nerd rock. It's a Hideout Real Radio 104.1 nerd core. Um, oh, this is nothing. You forget about this other one. Oh, God, nerd rap. Former intern Putin. Yeah, I'll accept the judge. What do you want, Putin? Hey, Chunks, man, you know what? You always give me crap about being a nerd. I got something to say to you, man. 
You may think I'm a nerd and you may trash. Trash. Actually, I came up with bare naked ladies because aren't they Canadian? Trash. Yes. Yeah, they are. It was either that or Rush, and I chose the lesser of two. Rush. Equals. No. Always Rush. Oh. Hey, real fast, we got a mic in Orlando. What's up, Mike? Hey, how's it going? What you got? Uh, what's going on is uh, I'm doing a party this Friday. Uh, we're doing a thing out at UC at a bar by UCF. It's the name of the party is called Beats, Bitches, and Beer. Okay. Um, what's going on is I, I got an email from the National Organization of Women here in or, their Orlando chapter because a couple of female UCF students had contacted them saying that we were basically telling them what we were doing and that they were highly offended about it. All right, now, uh, I, so what is the what is the concept of the party? It's bead, bit, beads, bitches, and beer. Yeah, that's all it is. And there's nothing. There's nothing ever going towards or ever gearing that we are looking towards calling females bitches. All right, now let me ask you. But you are. Yeah. I mean, you're calling them bitches, but I mean, uh, who cares? Bitches, hoes, hoochies, skanks. Exactly my point. I mean, Scally it's wags. like it's like I told the lady. I said, you know. If I got offended when if if I got offended every time I heard somebody say something every single day, I would be protesting and sending out hate emails like I received today I, every five minutes. I, now let me ask you this, Mike. What is what's going to go on at the party? Basically, what it is it's just a it's, well one it's my birthday bash, but we we throw we run a production company and we throw parties all the time. Mm-hmm. All it is is it's six DJs inside stage, outside stage. Ladies drink free draft beer all all night long. Guys, pay five bucks. All right. That's all it is. All right, so that's all it is, but somehow the National Organization for Women's all over you for this. E- yeah, email, yeah, email them back and tell them you have the support of the hideout. <laughs> actually, can you name exactly. us? Oh, trust me, we've got, uh, we're actually going to be on Ho- Howard Stern tomorrow morning. Fantastic. Hey, forward me the email if you could. Send it to our. Right. Yeah, L- yeah, I can send it to you right now. I'm it's sitting in front of my laptop. El E L J E F E. Hold on, hold on one second for me, man. All right, hold on. Chunks, talk to him to give me the email to forward it to me. And ask him if we can get some free passes to go. Yeah, I'd love to be out at the uh, Tell him Beads, the hair- Beer, and Bitches. Heretics will definitely go out to the Beads, Bitches, and Beer party at UCF. It has a ring to it. By the way, he's going to be on Stern tomorrow. So, uh, a reminder, we had this first. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Um, four zero seven nine one six one zero four one triple eight nine seven eight one zero four one. Hey, I'll save the Canadian conversation for a second. Okay. Because we're already up on a break. All right, what's the game that we're going to do for the Hide Outdoor Prize Blowout? It's called Movie Morgue. Okay, now give me the first question. How many questions do you have? I have thirteen questions. Thirteen questions. Let's say they got to get two out of three correct. Is that two out of the uh, realm of possibility? Yeah, I think that's pretty good. All right, so here's what we need. We need at least four players. Four players for the Hide Outdoor Prize Blowout. Tonight's game, Movie Morgue. Some of the prizes that we have include gift certificates to a day spa, gift certificates to the Brunswick Wakaiba Bowling Lanes, where we uh, do our bowling league on Saturday nights. Also, too, uh, we have tickets to the Predators. So, 407-916-1041-888-978-1041. Just got an email from Brent Simon. Mm-hmm. Sweet. Hell yeah, I'll call. Give me, a, give me a time and a number. What's your station's website? Nice! All right, so Brett, Simon, do you want him to call tonight then? Yes. Do you want him to, to tell him about 9.15 after the headlines game show? I dig that. All right, we'll do that then next. At least four players 
Hideout door prize blowout. Movie morgue. Give me the first question so that people know whether or not they can play the game. Name one movie Jim Carrey has died in. There's, All right. there's four possibilities. I got it. If you could do it, call now. Be a winner. It's the Hideout Real Radio 104.1. Tuesday night, the Hideout Real Radio 104.1. Hideout door prize blowout. I got that email from that Mike dude about that contest or mm-hmm. game. Not a, whatchamacallit, party over at UCF. And the letter from the lady from now. Yeah. Scathing. I don't know. I want to get her on the phone, though. Was she being a bitch in it? No. Actually, the more I think about it, I think I'm on her side. Why? I forget that I was a feminist. Hey, let's play the game. Uh, what, what do we need? At least four players for Movie Morgue? Yes. Yeah. All right, let's go with Chunks' Apprentice. Chunks' Apprentice, are you ready? Yeah. All right, you got to get two out of three correct to be a winner, okay? Okay. Here's the first one. Name one movie Jim Carrey has died in. Cable Guy. Nope. He actually did not die in Cable Guy. You get a second chance. Hold on, Chunks' Apprentice. Good try, though. Man in the Moon. Mm hmm. Um. Truman Show? No. Nope. He didn't die in Truman Show? Mm hmm. No. There's two of them here that I would never guess. All right, what are they? Uh. The Deadpool. I think that's a uh, Clint Eastwood movie. Uh, Bruce Almighty. He got he brought he got brought back. Oh in that. yeah. But he did and, die. Uh, Mike Hammer. Murder takes all. I'm not sure what that is. Oh yeah, you're right. Two of those I would have never gotten. Man what of the Moon. I got. Rubber face. All right, let's go back to Chunks' Apprentice. You got to get this one right to stay in the game, okay? Okay. Here we go. Name four movies Samuel L. Jackson has died in. There's 14 of them. Four movies Samuel L. Jackson has died in. Ah, oh, dang. Uh, sorry to disappoint you guys, but I don't know that one. All right, uh, that's all right, buddy. We can move on. Someone, someone else have a chance at it. All right, yeah, let's go to... Hey, we'll go to Movie Mike. He lost the Hideout Headlines game show. He wants to try to win here. By the way, that'll open up a phone line, because I think we'll have extra chances to go, uh, to play if you want to call to be a player. All right, Movie Mike. Four movies Samuel Jackson has died in. Uh, Deep Blue Sea. Yep. True Romance. Yeah. Uh, Pulp Fiction? No. No, that was Travolta. Uh, you can get two wrong, so you can keep uh, going. I need I need two more. Sam Jackson. He didn't die in his time to kill. Uh, let me see. He wants them to die. Um, he may have gotten me. All right, uh-huh. he's going to bow out on that one, Dubs. Hmm. All right, all right. I had Deep Blue Sea. Goodfellas. Goodfellas. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Oh, what is that? The movie... White Men Can't Jump. No, he's a crack addict in it. A Spike Lee movie. What? Um, uh, I can't remember the name of it, though. Do the right thing. All right, well, give, give us the 14 movies. There's Goodfellas, Jungle Fever, Jurassic Jungle Park, Fever. Jurassic Park, Jurassic Park Eight, yep. Eve's Bayou, Jackie Brown, 187... Deep Blue Sea, Basic, Kill Bill 1 and 2, Twisted, and Star Wars 3. What was he in Kill Bill? Uh, Rufus the Organ Grinder. I don't even remember him in Kill Bill. I didn't, I never watched it. Not a big well, kung fu guy. All right, Movie Mike, here's your second chance. Movie Morgue here in the Hideout and Roll Radio. you got to get this right to play in the ga- to stay in the game. All right. All right, true or false, Sharon Stone's character in Casino died of a gunshot to the head from Robert De Niro. Who's... 
What was the question again? Uh, Sharon Stone. Her character in Casino died from a gunshot to the head by Robert De Niro. True or false? Yeah. Yep. Uh, false. Yep, it's uh, false. Uh, she died of a heroin overdose. All right, very good. Oh, thanks for ruining the movie, by the way. Still haven't seen Casino. <laughs> All right, Mike, you get this. You're a winner. Here we go, movie Mike. Movie Morgue, the name of the game, here in the hideout on Real Radio 104. Point. Hey, Kudos. I'm liking this game. This is fun. All right. True or false? Jamie Foxx's character died in the biopic Ray. Uh, true. False. <laughs> oh, you're right. Because he Jamie Charles is dead. So how is that? Now? But he he died after right after the movie. the movie was made. Yeah. Ah, uh, <laughs> sorry, movie Mike. Oh, for two in game shows tonight. Close I, though. I like this. That was game. kind of a trick question from you. Yeah. I like the curveball. <laughs> well, I I would have figured as such. Yeah. It, it seems like it made too much sense, so I'd have gone for the false. Mm-hmm. Um. All right. Here's another guy I'll probably know his movies. Wes the Water Boy. You ready, Wes? Yeah, I think so. All right. Here we go. Movie Morgue. The Hideout Row Radio 104.1 Hideout Door Prize Blowout. Pick three movies Kevin Spacey has died in. Oh. Um, seven. Mm-hmm. No, he yep. didn't die. In, did he die? In yep, seven? yep. You got it. Um, geez, man, Kevin Spacey. I'm trying to think of. Oh, I got another one. You want to help him out with one more, and then he can only he has to guess one more. I like Wes. Well, what, 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 I'll give you uh, one, Wes. All right. American Beauty. Yep. Yep. So now you got to get one more Kevin Spacey movie. Was uh? I um, love L.A. God, man, um, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> All right, what was it? Uh, Life of David Gale. Yes. Yep. Oh! One. See No Evil, Hear No Evil, Consenting uh, Adults, Outbreak, and L.A. Confidential in Life of David Gale. I, yep. I forgot about Life of David Gale. Damn it. All right, yeah. Wes the Waterboy, you got to get this right to stay in the game, my friend. All right. True or false, Charlie Sheen's character Richard Brewer died during a shootout in Young Guns 2. He uh, he died in young guns, not two. Oh, okay, very good. And here is the next one for West the Waterboy to be a winner in the High Dot Door Prize Blowout. Name two Leonardo DiCaprio movies his character has died in. In. Titanic. Mm-hmm. Um, God, I'd like to kill him if I ever saw him. Huh. Um, <laughs> Oh, he's a he's a sweet dude. Because he's so pretty. He's hot. Uh, Can't kill that. Did he people. die in uh, Man in the Iron Mask? Nope. nope. All right, and now you get one wrong, so I'll give you one more that you can give her. Ooh, I got another one. All right, I got one of them. Um, All I need is one more. Man, I, I don't know. I give up. Oh, <laughs> Wes, you're, what's eating Gilbert Grape? No. No. Nope. No, he didn't die in that one. What? He was huh? just retarded. Oh, oh, that's that's death. Death. Yeah. Same <laughs> Damn it. All right, what was it's the other one? It's not life, I'll tell you that much. Romeo and Juliet, oh, Total God. Eclipse, and The Quick and the Dead. All right, thank you, West the Waterboy. All right, man. Peace. I didn't Dude. even know he was in The Quick and the Dead. I remember him being in that one. That's with Sharon Stone, too, right? Yeah, and Drew Barrymore. Awful. Didn't he die in Growing Pains? <laughs> no, oh, that's where he was born. No, that's where he found his real dad, and he went with him. Mm-hmm. I just wanted to bring up Growing Pains. <laughs> Thanks. Show me that smile again. Tommy, you're grounded. Damn it. <laughs> but, Dad. No buts. Oh, I've got to take care of this uh, this uh, client over in my office. All right, I'm going to go molest Ben then. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Mike and Palm Bay, you ready? I'm ready. All right, here we go. Got to get two out of three correct. Movie Morgue here in the hideout. 
True or false, James Caviezel portrayal of Jesus Christ in The Passion didn't actually have him die in the movie. True. Ah, uh, so that was false. He actually died in the movie? Yeah, mm-hmm. he was Jesus Christ. <laughs> well, what are you talking about Ray? Ray died too. You're too tricky here. Jeez. Yeah, right, but you- there's no dispute that, uh, that Jesus died way before Passion of the Christ was made. By the way, real fast, um... I got this, and maybe we'll talk about it in a second. They say Jesus could have walked on ice. They're talking about these rare conditions that way back when, or even now, in the sea that he allegedly walked on water, that the, it actually probably was ice that he was walking on that made people think he was walking Still on Still impressive. Hey, you know how cold your feet get? Hey, I agree. All right, here, we, let's go back to Mike and Palm Bay, though. you got to get this right to stay in the game. All right. All right, name two movies Julia Roberts has died in. One of the two movies, I mean. One of the two movies. All right, so you just got to get one movie that she has died in. She's died in two of them. Name one of them. Growing Pains. No. no. It's not a movie. Well, they did make, Let's see. <laughs> make a movie. Maggie ran for office. Magnolias. Got it. Nice. Yeah. I was going to say, the one that everybody knows. Never watched it. Never seen it. Don't. I don't even know what it's about. Uh, chick dies. Yeah. It sounds like wooden flowers or something. All right, so Mike and Palm Bay was a winner. Oddly enough, the movie Magnolia is hilarious. I love that movie. Now, let me ask you about this uh, over there. What was the other one she died in? Uh, Confessions of a Dangerous Mind. I had never gotten that. What the hell is that? I've never even heard of it. Is that where she goes teach and teaches inner city <laughs> school kids? Oh, wait, did he get two right or just one? It was just one. Oh, well, you're not a complete winner then, Mike. you got to get this right. All right, here, you there? Yep. All right, here we go. you got to get two out of three. My bad. Here we go. Pick two movies that Wesley Snipes has died in. Two movies Wesley Snipes has died in. Major League and... Master 57. All right, I'm just kidding. All right, go ahead. We eliminated two for you. Let's see. Um... I think I have mine. Nino. <laughs> Nino Brown. He's got the blonde... Gumby cut. Hmm. Mike? Well, I'm trying to pick Wesley Snipes. I know he didn't die in Rising Sun. <laughs> no box offices did, though. <laughs> I didn't even think of that one. Uh, Sean Connery's career did. Yeah. Um, no, you got me on that one. All right, I'm going to guess New Jack City because you were given the hints. Mm-hmm. And Demolition Man. Yes. Yep. Yes, I'm a winner. Sorry, Mike. You get one more chance, though, Mike. No, he that was his third. Oh, was it? Yeah. I guess we should have gone one and done on these. I didn't think about it. But it's too late to change the game now. Because mm-hmm. so many people have lost. How many questions do we have left? We have three more. All right, three more. Got to get two out of three to be a winner. Got to cash in Orlando. You ready, Cash O'Reilly? Oh, yeah. All right, here we go. True or false, in the movie Evita, Evita Perone, played by Madonna, dies of cancer. True or false? I'm going to say false. Damn, that was hard. All right, here we go, Cash. Here's your second one to stay in the game. What movie did Natalie Portman play a mom that committed suicide after her child died? Natalie Portman plays a mom, commits suicide after her child dies. What's the name of that movie? Oh. That's hard. Um, I don't have a clue. White men can't jump. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Where the heart is? No. I'm sorry. It's Cold Mountain. Isn't that a gay movie? No. Nah, that's something different. You sure? Yeah. 
I'm pretty sure. Cold Mountain's lesbians. Really? Yeah. Hmm. Frigid bitches. <laughs> oh, hold on. All right, now let's wrap up the game. All right, we're going to have to do one and done. Since we only have one question left. I wish I know how to quit you. <laughs> Matt and Apopka, you get lucky, man, just for hanging in there. You ready? All right, man. All right, here we go. One and done. Movie morgue here in the hideout. Joe right. Joe Pesci plays a mobster that gets killed in what two movies? Plays a mobster. A mobster in what two movies that he gets killed? A casino. Yep. And, uh... Oh, my God. You're okay. close. Uh... Godfather? I don't know. No. no. <laughs> Growing Pains the movie. <laughs> no. It's Goodfellas. Casino and Goodfellas. Yeah. No one thought, won there, huh? I thought Goodfellas was based on what's-his-name was still alive and kicking. Oh, Henry no. Henry Hill, no. Uh, Joe Pesci played a friend of his. Oh. I still haven't seen Goodfellas. Yes, you did. I saw parts of it with you the other day, but... Otherwise, I haven't like seen the entire movie. You saw Joe Pesci die, matter of fact. <clears throat> no, I saw Samuel Jackson die. No, you saw Pesci die too. No, I didn't see <laughs> Pesci did. die. Can we have this uh, argument <laughs> no. somewhere else? This is on air, fodder. <laughs> ben in St. Augustine, you're in the hideout. What's up, Ben? I just want to make a comment, man. He's wrong. Drew Barrymore didn't play in the Quick and the Dead uh, with uh, Sharon Stone. That was another chick flick cowboy movie. Yeah. And uh, the comment about Jesus walking on ice, mm-hmm. if you walking on ice, how was the boat out there floating in the water and waves were jumping up and down? Hey, all I'm saying, this is what's on LiveScience.com. I'm just reporting the news. You decide. All <laughs> yeah, right? I know, man. Uh, all right, Ben, I appreciate crazy. it. I know. I hear <laughs> Actually, it's crazy. It's crazy for it to be ice, but it's not crazy for a guy to walk on water. It's not a guy. It's the prophet. It's the son of God. All right. The study which examines the combination of favorable water and environmental conditions Proposes Jesus could have walked on an isolated patch of floating ice. A raft of ice. On what is now known as Lake Kinneret in northern Israel. That's why there could have been a boat there, too. And then it goes into a whole bunch of scientific mumbo-jumbo, which I'll be quite honest, I don't know these words. So you'll have to look it up yourself. It's on the front page of Yahoo. I am very sad to report something mm-hmm. right now. Mm-hmm. Uh, we will not have the great Brent Simon on tonight. He'll, he will be on tomorrow night. Oh, what's going on tonight? Got huh? a date? <laughs> Don't be silly. <laughs> he, uh, he just caught with us and, uh, he was heading out the door and, uh, he wanted to know if we could do it tomorrow night. And I said, absolutely. No. Absolutely. Brent Simon tomorrow night on the hideout. TCBY was having a sale and, uh, <laughs> just really had to make it out. TCBY. Where did that even come from? Are they even around anymore? Yes. There was one over next to my house in uh, in uh, Virginia when we lived there. TCBY. Get mm-hmm. the hell out of here. Oh, that reminds me of Sundays. After church? TCBY? Oh, poli- uh, not, not even like after church, but right, I'll tell you in a second why TCBY conjures up such a negative, a negative like thought in my head. Scott in Orlando. What's up, Scott? Hey. Go ahead. Hey, could you say that Julia Roberts died in Flatliners? Yeah. I could. think you could. I think Clinically dead. She was clinically dead in Flatliners. Yeah, I, that's what I thought. All right, yeah, but you were a minute too late. Well, Man. several minutes, but anyway, right. I just thought it was a point. Thank you, Scott. I appreciate hey, it, no buddy. problem. That wasn't... What is this for? This has nothing <laughs> to do with the anything. Movie she died here. It's yeah. not the movie. This, this is the Flatliner theme. 
And then there was like eight kids that they had, and he was the basketball coach. Well, that's just the ten of us. Oh. No, there's only uh, five of us. Hey, let's see if we can get a hold of this chick from the National Organization for Women. Because now I'm pissed off at this Mike guy. He keeps sending me emails just about nothing. Why? Oh, you don't like when people keep sending you unsolicited emails every five seconds, huh? What Join the club. What are you talking MySpace about? MySpace that you yelled at me for yesterday. It's because you made someone take down a uh, no, I profile. Blocked, I blocked someone because they kept sending me unsolicited emails. Brian Austin Bateman, right? No, that was something Tommy, totally different. Or is it Tommy Austin Green? No, it's totally different. It's a Hideout Row Radio 104.1. Coming up next, up next, up next on the Hideout. And if that national organization chick isn't around, then I now this guy's adding me on MySpace. Good. <sighs> Told you. We will. Uh, I do want to talk about why Sundays were so awful for me. It's the Hideout Row Radio 104.1. Tuesday night, it's the Hideout Row Radio 104.1. Son of a bitch, my leg is killing me. Tefe and Dubs. Did you get to relax it today? Yeah, but man, I don't know what's going on. I tore my calf muscle Mm -hmm. about 12 days ago, and it was getting better until I went home for my grandfather's funeral, funeral and watched my little brothers play baseball. I guess I was just too active this weekend. Because it was getting better. Now it is, I'm in horrific pain. Maybe you need a hot tub. Nice, Think that'd relax it? A nice rub. Although I'm afraid to let anyone even touch it. Yeah, that that does seem risky. Uh, Tamika, you're in the high down road radio. What's up? Hey, I just wanted to talk about this party going down on Friday night. Mm-hmm. The beer, I'm, beads, bitches, whatever it is. Yeah, yeah. You know, I'm just I'm just so tired of these organizations making such a big fuss over nothing. Um, so it's not that big a deal to you to call uh, chicks bitches? No, it's not. I mean, it's just an alliteration. I'm sorry, you're going to have to. You're speaking Dumb of the down. hideout. Yeah, let's, uh, let's, let's, let's use words that Americans understand. <laughs> I'm sorry. It's just like using words with the same first letter. Mm-hmm. It's the thing they use in poetry. It's the thing they use for promotions all the time. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry. What is poetry? Again, you're talking to the hideout. I've never <laughs> never heard of this poetry? thing. <laughs> you know that stuff that rappers are trying to do? Ah, I understand. Okay, now. The wicked rhymes. Ah, the wicked yeah, rhymes. Yeah, rhyming stuff. Okay. Now, let me ask you about this, uh, Tamika. So, if I were to call you a bitch or a hoe or a hoochie, you wouldn't really care? I would care. But the thing bitch. is, the concept that it's coming. If I'm acting like a bitch, then you're going to call me a bitch. How about, come hither, you filthy bitch, and get on your knees? Well, that, that I would be a little offended unless I knew you. Offended or, or turned, turned on? on? Yeah. Oh, it depends. If I knew you, maybe. You know us. Yeah, come on. You, you listen to us on the radio. You have to know. You would maybe, have... maybe, you know. Right. Come right. on, bitch. All right, so here's a chick who maybe would be, uh, isn't offended by the fact that a party is... How about the C word? Like, uh, you know, like... Uh... I don't know. What, what, what are some other C words we can uh, put a, uh, a, uh, a party around? Comfortable. Comfortable, uh, karma, and... Karma has a K. I don't Whatever. Know. Caramel. <laughs> Comfortable <laughs> caramel and... <laughs> all right. And then, uh, blah, blah, blah. Uh, all right, Tamika, thank you very much for the phone call. appreciate it. All right. I'm... And Hunt's ketchup. All right. Hunt's. Hi, <laughs> right, thank you, sweetie. Hey, my new photo... On uh, on my profile, 
is the picture of Chunks and Otto rubbing each other shirtless. Why would you do that? Because I think it's funny. <laughs> so gay. I have my MySpace up right now, and I'll, I'm taking off my top eight. Come on. I Look at it. it. Um, DC on here in the hideout of Real Radio. Hey, this is Decky on. Decky on. Hey, guys. Um, I was calling because I'm having a party, too. Uh-huh. What's your party? It's a BBV and D party. <laughs> okay, I don't, th- I don't think people are going to want to go to that one, Dekion. But we're going to have bitches and beer and, oh, no, wait, beaks and bitches and D&D. And uh, Dungeons and Dragons. All right, th- I but, don't... Th- hey, but I got a, I got a spell. What's the spell? It lets me walk on water. It turns it into ice. All right, thank you. <laughs> See, it's a spell. It's a Dungeons and Dragons spell. No, it's called a uh, deep freeze. I can um, walk on my refrigerator. Walk on your refrigerator. Have a little respect. No, Wayne Gretzky <laughs> can walk on ice. Hey, let me ask you. <laughs> yeah, he's a hockey player. <laughs> he just glides right over it. So, I was telling you I have awful memories of TCBY, mm-hmm. and here's why. When I was growing up as a kid... Every Sunday around my house was cleaning day. So my my dad and my stepmother would turn up jazz music really loud and clean the house, and everyone is, was expected to clean the house. Mm-hmm. And as a treat afterwards, oh, by the way, it was like they were running just some awful uh, gimmick where we had to, everything had to be cleaned, my door had to be open so that they could see that I was cleaning, and I would have to mow the lawn. It was like maintenance day at the house. So, I mean, that, that creates responsibility. And then after, That's why you keep your place so clean now. Oh, right. And then afterwards, it was, let's go get a treat at TCBY, which I guess is fine, but when you just have the whole thing of, you know, you must clean otherwise. Mm-hmm. You know, otherwise, you don't get TCBY. Yeah, exactly. You don't get your nice cup of sherbet. Or then, oh, not only that, then you get yelled at mm-hmm. and stuff thrown at you. Like um, ice cream? Yeah. But you know what's funny, though? Hmm. Uh, we always do that instead of going to church. Very rarely. And I think I would have rather clean than go to church. I was just at a church for my grandfather's funeral. When was the last time you were in church, Dubs? My grandpa's funeral. Before that? Uh, Christmas 2002? i got to think about it. I don't think I have been in a church since I lived in Texas, since before this funeral. Every- I haven't been one in here. I haven't been one here. Certainly didn't go to one in D.C. In Michigan, I went to one, but it was converted into a nightclub. Yes. The, temp- uh, the, temple, the temple Club. club. <laughs> Where uh, Q106 just had their birthday bash. With Seven, with seven dust. dust. Yes. 25 years of Q-Rock. All right, so what's your like? What do you do instead of uh, going to church on Sundays? What do I do? Mm-hmm. Uh, I wake up late. That's one thing. Uh, then I watch some TV, do a little bit of cleaning, and then watch more TV. That's my Sundays now. My Sundays, I do not take off my pajamas. At all? Not at all. I don't leave the house. Okay, Chunks just sent this over to me. A new, a new study finds people who attend religious services weekly live longer. 
specifically looked at how many years were added to a life expectancy. If you do regular exercise, it's three to five years. Proven therapeutic regimens, two to about four years. Mm -hmm. If you regularly attend religious services, you can add two to three years to your life. Screw that. But you take it away by spending those hours in church. Why do you think that is? Like, what do you think is about... um, You think it's because a lot of times people who are going to church on Sunday aren't partying on Saturday night? Probably. I mean, so that, they can get up early? They don't party, period, usually. You know, they aren't usually the party type of people, for the most part. Although, I remember being at Texas Tech University and watching these people party and whore themselves on Friday, Saturday, on Thursday, Friday nights, mm-hmm. Saturday nights, too, and then wake up and stumble to church in the morning on Sundays to kind of repent for what they had done, for all the uh, glorious anonymous sex that they had had. Don't you find that odd that uh, church for a bunch of people is that little pink eraser in the, at the end of the pen, a pencil? You know, I can write the F word as many times as I want in school as long as I have that eraser still working. And the teacher walks by, it's gone. But really, when it really comes down to it, it's like the eraser on a pen. Mm-hmm. That doesn't really get everything out. Smears it. <laughs> right. Basically, it's just a big smear tool. Matt, downtown, you're in the hideout on Road Radio. What do you got, Matt? Gentlemen, a fine evening to you all. Hey there, buddy. Pop Culture Master checking back in. Glad to be back. Always fun listening to the hideout. Mm-hmm. Had to call in with this particular uh, fact that you brought up about, you know, how if you spend, like, it'll add two years to your life if you're a regular churchgoer. Mm-hmm. Um, basically, I read a psychological study on this from Harvard, you know, not too liberal or anything, but um, <laughs> stating that it's more or less... A placebo. Now, just to explain, let's say the feeling that you or I get from watching a good movie or just, you know, hey, it's a nice day outside, this is cool. Or, you know, somebody playing a video game. You know, whatever calms your nerves, you know, it could be listening to music, reading a book or whatever. Whatever calms your nerves, it brings your blood pressure down. And people that go to church, when they go to church, they're very calm, they're very serene. And that's what does it for them. I mean, they could have a hectic life six days a week. Right. But for the people that, you know, do have faith and they believe in God, and that's their thing, you know, even for the most staunch atheists, this is what calms them and this is what brings their blood pressure down and allows them to, you know, basically elongate their life. Huh, I'd never heard that. Thank you, Matt. Now, I don't know for an atheist, because you'd probably go to church and just get all worked up. But I think for most people, yeah, I could see that where maybe it's kind of a calming thing. Mm-hmm. At least mentally calming for them. It puts them at ease. It puts their uh, mind at rest because they it takes a weight off a lot of people's shoulders. I've always maintained that Sunday is the worst day of the week. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because you have the anticipation of Monday, especially if you have a real job. Sunday to me, not so much because we work nights. It's not like we have to get up early on Monday morning. It's kind of like a bonus Saturday night, to be honest. Mm-hmm. It's tough being a member of the hideout. But let's say you're in school or you have a regular 9 to 5. Then Sundays are awful because it's filled with chores. And then you got to get up the next morning. What's the perfect Sunday activity? Like, what's your ideal Sunday? Is it during football season? Sunday football, uh, football season on Sunday is the greatest day of the week. Sunday is the day I look forward to all week during football season. During, when it's not football season, it's the most boring day of the week. 
There has to be some kind of sporting event or something to look forward to on Sunday. That's why I can't wait for Entourage to come back. Now, what about you, Tommy Bateman? You care nothing about sports. What's your ideal Sunday? Um, not waking up at all. And then waking up. If I still had HBO, I'd probably be watching The Sopranos, even though it sounds like it really sucks this season. But I am into this new show, Free Ride, at 9.30 on Fox. It is a very, very funny show, but I'm sure it'll be canceled soon. Yeah. What is free ride? I've never even heard of this. It's about like this guy who graduates college and then he like moves back home and lives with his parents and everyone around him is just insane. Who's in it? Uh, nobody famous. The, the most famous person is the father. His name's Alan Havey. He was a comic and used to have a show on uh, Comedy Central way back when. It's on Sundays at 9:30. Yeah, it's, it's really. Housewives funny. around. Sorry. <laughs> I'm looking for something to get into, but here's <laughs> the problem: it. it's on against what? Housewives and Sopranos. That's why people, there's so few people. I, it, to me, it's kind of not as smart as the rest of development, but it has that feel to it where it's like, I think only a few of us are going to laugh at this. All right, well, I'm going to get into that then. Like, it, it had this guy, he really likes this chick, and he, he agrees to, like, uh, mentor her, like, 14-year-old stepbrother, and he's like, you got to be somebody, you got to hit on the girl you like, and then they're both hitting on the same girl, and he's like, that's your sister, and he's like, stepsister, and the guy, the kid kind of reminded me of Gibbs, and they started, like, fighting, it was, it was really funny. All right, I'm going to have to check that out, free ride on Fox, all right, let's take a break and come back, it's the Hideout Real Radio 104.1. All right, welcome back into the Hideout Real Radio 104.1. By the way, getting a ton of new comments on my new picture on my MySpace Ooh. profile of Chunks massaging Otto shirtless. And uh, everybody who wants to, go check out my new blog on MySpace. Damn you. That is a really good blog, by the way. Mm-hmm. Well written. Put a lot of thought into it. <laughs> You're a genius. <laughs> You're a genius. Uh... Hey, Dubs, earlier, this guy who is now stalking me, Mike. Must suck to be stalked. Uh, I enjoy him. There's something fun about stalkers. It just. No, I enjoy Mike. I don't like the regular stalkers. Cool to know that you're wanted. Mm -hmm. But uh, I guess he sent me an email or something. He forwarded something to me. I guess he's having a party, which he just continuously uh, sends me uh, invites for now. I guess we can all go if we want to. Nice. Wow, I won't I might be there. Go. Why? I'm busy Friday. I guess it's called Beats, Bitches, and Beer. Doesn't sound too uh, awful. <clears throat> Sounds like a good time. I only like two of those. Uh, joining us in the hideout right now, the president of the Orlando chapter for the National Organization for Women. Hmm. Uh, Jenna Crowley. Jenna, welcome to the hideout. How are you? Hello. Hey, how you doing? Good. Not the best connection. Can you hear me? Uh, yeah, we, 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 you are coming through loud and clear. You can't hear us that well, though? Uh, I can hear you okay. All right. Okay. Well, we'll try to speak loudly then so then you can hear us. Okay. Uh, uh, what's the, uh, what's the issue with beets, bitches, and beer? What, seems what problem do you have with it? What seems to be the problem? Well, I had been contacted by a couple of um, UCS students, Mm -hmm. who were women, who felt that the name of the event was especially offensive to them. Right. And they felt that it contributed to a hateful language towards women in the UCS community. Mm -hmm. 
So I felt that um, I would respond and I would write them an email. Um, so that's basically how I got involved. Okay, now you're all over it. <laughs> all right, Dubs, I think we can hear you now. Huh? I can I can kind of hear you. It's really it's honestly not a very good connection. Oh, that sucks. Um, all right, so now when you say it's a hateful uh, a hateful environment, is it because of the word bitches? Well, the the event is a ladies' night. And, yeah, they you know, they, they drink free. AKA beats, and there are bitches, which mm-hmm. are you know the young women, mm-hmm. and there's beer, which speaks for itself. So yeah, I mean the the word bitches is intended to mean women in that context. Yes. So now, so, yeah. but the women who would uh, attend that party wouldn't mind that kind of uh, angle. Yeah, because I mean there has been a whole thing too in the. Uh... Like kind of in the pro women's movement to take back the word bitch. I mean, Meredith Brooks had a hit uh, off of the word bitch. You're absolutely right. That's true. So I mean, it's not like it's you know, um, cold ones. Uh, I can't even go any further. But you know, it's not like they're using the c word. You know, I mean, it's it's a it's a term that. Well, there's been a book to take that back as well. You should know. No, I actually, yeah, I want to take it for myself. Yeah, we just like saying it uh, quietly at uh, people around the building. So, but you you say that it this is a. I'm having a, a pajama party at my place, and uh, will you get mad at me over this sluts and slippers? All right, sluts and slippers. Is that an awful thing to go with if we wanted to throw a hideout party about that? It's not the most inclusive language. Is it in a college community? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Is it in a college community where where a lot of women are subject to rape just, and sexual assault? This is actually going to be mostly my family. No, no, I hear because I mean I understand too. Because here's the big thing about parties like this: it, the drinking can get out of hand. Um, sometimes you know unwanted sexual advances can be made. But I don't know if that necessarily has to do with the name of the party, as yeah. in the fact that. Sadly, oh. that happens just at most parties. I would like to invite everybody to my big pool party, uh, Wenches and Whirlpools. It's going to be terrific. I cannot wait for it. Wenches and Whirlpools. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, the, the point that we were trying to get across um, was specifically in relation to college environments. And in the UCF community, um, there is not a very much political activism in this area, but there are... Um, a lot of feminists who are organizing in the area, and they do feel a specific concern for the kinds of the kind of culture that is being perpetuated through that type of language and through the violence against women in this area. And when I hear that, some of the college-aged women do feel threatened by that type of language or feel offended by that type of language. It is a concern for me. And it's something that I, I at least feel, you know, as the president of, of this mm-hmm. high-profile organization mm-hmm. in the area that I definitely at least need to respond to. And what I really meant to do was just sort of give them a suggestion and say, look, you know, this, this is offending to some of the local women who yes. would maybe otherwise attend that event, and maybe you you should consider changing their your name of the event. And what I actually got was was a very hostile response, right? Um, well, which was upsetting to me. It, it is it is very you know it, they did tone it down a lot because uh, the 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 first tagline was open holes get open bar. And... Mm-hmm. All right, hold on. Now let me say something. Hold on, Matt, and then I'll let you speak. Now let me say something as a feminist, as someone who was on your side, as someone who has donated to the National Organization of Women before. Um, and this is all true. I I think a lot of times, and I think we're I think you're like you have a good heart in doing this. Yeah, I've donated some. Part part of the problem, though, I think is 
it doesn't seem the right thing to get behind. Because uh, I would agree with you that at parties like this, uh, things do get out of hand, and it can be a very bad environment for women because of the drinking and everything else. Mm-hmm. My issue, though, is that happens a lot of times at most college parties. So I think just, that's true. But just the fact that these guys are putting it on their name, I don't know. It seems a little bit. I guess it's like, I, like you, I, you lose... know, it, it seems like almost like a disclaimer for some girls who would, you know, it, now they know what they're getting into, and maybe a lot of them won't show up. They don't want to be a part of that crowd. It seems like you almost lose credibility in other ways when you're attacking some jackasses that want to put a party on. You know what I mean? Well, that, that is a concern that um, has actually been raised to me, to mm-hmm. be, you know, very frank with you. But um, my opinion was just, and the, and the reason why I responded that way was that, you know, when I had received this email from a local UCF student, mm-hmm. this, the first email that I got, and she was not someone who was an activist, but her, right was, her heart was in the right place. So she really felt truly offended by that type of language. And rather than silence her opinion, I decided to take the action on her behalf and to empower her to speak her mind by emailing the club's promoters and encouraging her to do the same. No, that's which true. Which is the only really, really appro- appropriate way to, to get heard. So rather than just say, you know what, those are a bunch of jerks, don't worry about it, I kind of had the opinion was, you know what, let's send them an email and let's at least tell them how we feel about it. All right, now, that's, that's a good point, because here in the hideout, we always tell people to be somebody and to step up, and if you feel like something's being done, then, you know, take a little action. So mm-hmm. I can't follow you for that. Jenna from the National Organization for Women, the president of the local chapter. Now, Matt, do, you have, do you guys have a website? We do. It's OrlandoNow.org. All right. Matt, you had a question or comment? Well, I'm throwing a boat party called Skanks and Schooners. <laughs> What's wrong? All right. That is, that's completely different. That doesn't have anything okay. to do. You're invited to my Jim Morrison uh, party called uh, Whores and Doors. <laughs> Stop. What's wrong with you? You're so proud of yourself over OrlandoNow.com? dot org dot org okay yeah. I think we actually have now Orlando dot org Orlando now dot com I think we have all of them we but I know that we have now Orlando you don't you guys Orlando don't have dot uh, com all right hold on Jenna can you hang through the commercial break because the guy who's throwing the party is on the phone do you mind talking to Not him at all all right hold on a second sweetie I mean um ma'am <laughs> yeah sorry I am liking this all right so the Na- National Organization for Women the local chapter ooh I'm looking at the chapter. And Mike, the guy who's throwing the party. <laughs> Looks like Lambda, 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 doesn't it? Next in the Hideout on Real Radio 104.1. All right, welcome back into the Hideout. It's Real Radio 104.1. I hate the world today. Um. There's a little argument going on right now. Yeah. We got thrown in the middle of it, Dubs. We're here in the Hideout where everyone is welcome. Trying to do our duty of spreading the word of uh, hate and how it's wrong. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you two seem to think it's funny. I, on the other hand, think it's wrong. Not funny. Hilarious. Hilarious. Uh, joining us, uh, who? Jenna Crawley, the president of the National Organization of Women for Women. Chunks, fix that. <laughs> um... <laughs> Uh, here in the hideout. By the way, I just added them as a friend on MySpace. Oh, they have a MySpace. Where is it? And I see a picture of Jenna. Where is your MySpace at? It's myspace.com slash now Orlando. And we have the same glasses. So, again, I'm on her side. (laughs) (laughs) That's not something you would say to a feminist, moron. All right, Jenna, you there? Jenna? 
Yeah, I can hardly hear you. Can you hear me? Yeah, we can hear you just fine. Don't worry about okay. it. Okay. All right, okay. let's go. I was just saying how we can hear you on my... We, uh, I just added you on MySpace. Yeah, so, I added you as well. I just saw, I just uh, noticed. Fantastic, and I see it in your room. Backslash now Orlando? Yeah, really cute. You and I have the same glasses. I think we'd get along fantastically. <laughs> what, Matt? She looks like Jennifer Anderson a little bit. Yeah, she does. Uh, she's, oh, thank you. Yeah, she's very... Huh? I hope, now let's talk to uh, who I'm calling the Antichrist, Mike. <laughs> who is uh, putting on this party, beets, bitches, and beer. And I'm not a real big fan of the uh, the red vegetables, so I don't know what's going on. Mike, are you there? Yeah, I'm here, guys. All right, what is, uh, you have the worst phone on earth. What's going on with the phones today? Western uh, Union? What you... No, clue, dude. All right, here we go, Mike. Now, you are putting on this party, beets, bitches, and beer. You got? Oh yeah, she's a sexy little thing. I told you. I, can you respect her for her mind and not her body and looks? Oh, I don't know her mind yet. I, I thought there's no ass shot. <laughs> um. All right. So Mike, now first of all, Jenna, I will allow you to comment to Mike what the problem is, and then Mike, I will allow you to retort. Okay. Let's go. All right, Mike or uh, Jenna, ladies always first in the hideout. What's the problem with what Mike's doing? Well, um, essentially, the UCF area is a college community, and mm-hmm. what we were hoping to do was to encourage the promoters of this event to communicate in a more inclusive and non-discriminatory language by referring to women in a word other than bitch. Um, and that's essentially what our request was. Um, so we, we hope to just send them a couple of cordial email responses um, with that res- respect in order to voice our opinions. And we hoped to get um, a non-hostile response from them and maybe um, engage in intelligent debate. And what happened? And what happened? Uh, we did get a series of... Pretty hostile emails. Um, the initial woman um, on the UCF campus who had contacted me about this, I had encouraged her to send an email to sort of empower her to, to encourage that her voice be heard in this whole debate. And she received an email back from um, someone that was involved with the event who wasn't Mike, but uh, I was one of the DJs who essentially said, if you have a problem with this, then maybe you are a bitch. <laughs> okay. Now, so there, right, that dubs for some reason. No, I, can, I, I can honestly say I don't know about that. I would be very – I'm hoping whoever – I know a lot of the guys that are spinning right now that are involved in the party. I would like to know who that was because right, – Here's the thing. I don't care about that. Mike, yeah, would you now right. like to retort and maybe even stick up for the fact that you're calling your party beats, bitches, and beer? Exactly. Basically what I look at, I look at it on this point. If I was calling a party, if I decided to have a pimps and hoes party at my house, that's kind of in the same, it's not the same context, but it's the same idea around it. The word bitches is thrown out so loosely nowadays, and, you know, it's like, I, I call some of my best friends, I'm like, you know, I'll call them a bitch. Hmm. And, you know, and it's like, basically, society nowadays encourages everyone to be an individual. And By so you're saying... down And <laughs> saying, you know, hey, okay... I got a bunch of females calling, sending me emails right and left. I, I mean, I could read you some of them. You would absolutely piss your pants. They're hilarious. All right, let me ask you, sir. You're saying a way for you to be a better person is to buy, is to be a bitch at your party. Almost like a social <laughs> thing you're doing. Well, and you said you said you want everybody to be individuals, and I'm kind of uh, switching to the other side right now. Uh, it's not an individual statement when you call every. It's a generalization yeah, yeah, which I can, when you call I can understand. But uh, I have no problem with it. I can I can understand her. I can totally understand her point because I mean, 
You know, everybody. Well, how, uh, I, let me I, ask I, you. I, I spoke with her earlier today, and I said, you know, everybody's entitled to their own opinion. Hey, let me ask you this, Mike. Go ahead, Jenna. Yes. Why don't we all come together? Hideout will be there as well, and we all do a nice slow dance at the party, mm-hmm. and everybody gets <laughs> to know each other very well. We play Hungry Eyes. And we as long get, as we have, as long as we use the uh, twelve inch ruler rule, we'll and, be good. And now let me ask you this: What about? How about this? How about if Jenna and the National Organization for Women, Orlando chapter, comes to your party, and hands out flyers, and teaches you unruly UCF students uh, how to respect women? Now you could still call it beer, bitches, and beats, mm. but then you have Jenna there to help educate uh, you, uh, you Neanderthals. Jenna, what do you think about that? Oh, we'd be totally up for that challenge. Really? Well, what about um, the dancing there, thing? There's you know nothing I mean? like a, a big old consciousness raising, and I, I think that that's what the UCF community may require if there are events like this springing every, up out of the woodwork. Every college has this event, though. Yeah, no, that's true. I mean, you know, they it's had not it at, just at UCF. At Texas Tech University, uh, George Mason. I mean, that's well, that may that may really just speak to the fact that we are still living in a in a very sexist culture, and maybe we have to thank Mike for bringing that to all of our attention and to really highlighting how much work there really is to be done. Uh, Jenna, let me ask you a little bit about you. Sure. You got a boyfriend? Can you hear me? Yeah. I can do, you hear have, you. do you have a boyfriend? I do have a boyfriend, yes. Hmm. And how, did, how, how does he treat you? Has he ever called you a bitch? No. No? Never? No, never. Oh, I call my girlfriend that daily. Yeah. Um, do you make him, like, uh, does he get to talk first, like, when you guys are hanging out, or does he get to pick the movie and where you guys are going to go, or no? No, we decide that uh, together. No, oh, that sounds fun. She seems like a cool chick, Mike. What's your problem? Uh, you know, it's it's not that I have a problem personally with her. It's it's not that I can totally understand. You know, hey, okay, go right ahead. You, it's you. It's the First Amendment, right? You do what you want. We're gonna do what we want. Okay, so that, and that's called women bitches. Now here's a song I think we should all slow dance to. I don't know. Maybe you know it. Little tune called "Love Is a Battlefield." Nice battle dance. <laughs> Pat Benatar. Yes. <laughs> a strong woman. All right, Mike. Thank you very much. We're going to talk to another guy who's putting on this party. Uh, Jenna, uh, here is Mike Busey. I guess he's also throwing the beats, bitches, and beer party. Mike, yeah. would you like to add anything to the conversation? How you doing, guys? This is Mike Busey. I'm sitting here with uh, Dave Weathers, MTV star, Jackass Two, Wild Boys. And uh, I'm one of the guys who are just kind of like, you know, a local celebrity, MC host. Mm-hmm. Never heard of you. Yeah. You know, <laughs> early this morning, I got a, a flood of emails and a bunch of calls from the other DJs and promoters saying, oh, you see, you know, there's this feminist broad and she's going crazy. She wants blood. And All right, I got bored with him. <laughs> wow. You, there was some kind of very odd delivery you had going on there. I don't know what that was. Hey, this is, yeah. Uh, but I, now I think just Throwing he, the name out. I think he, yeah, I've never heard of it. Everybody's saying Busey. Everybody wants to know what Busey thinks about this. Here was a guy who was on uh, MTV2. I'll tell you what Busey thinks. All right, Jenna. Yes. I think you did a fantastic job sticking up for your organization. Well, thank you. I'll tell you this. I'm going to go to the party, and I purposely will try to not have fun with all of the uh, women who are there. And uh, hey, let me. Ask- I'm going to try to find a really drunk one and think of you. Yeah, look at this picture. Now I'm trying to. I have too many friends because I can't find the now uh, MySpace. Hey, what else you guys got going on in now? Anything you want to kick out real fast? 
Is there anything else? Well, um, yeah, we're actually working on obtaining a pro-choice license plate for the state of Florida. Mm. Oh, nice. And we're administering an art contest at licensetochoose.org. Okay. Um, So any local artist should participate in that, and we're trying to get um, that whole project together. And other than that, we meet on the first and third Sundays of every month at the GLBC Center downtown, and we're planning a lot of um, events and other activist activities. Now, let me ask you something. Out of all... Because sure. I've said this before, and we've talked about different ways mm-hmm. to uh, meet hot chicks. I've always been of the opinion that you will find a very cool hot chick at a uh, nonprofit organization, especially like a now. Hey, does Cicely have a uh, boyfriend? Give me, yeah. What about Cicely? Because <laughs> she's fantastic too. Although she's in D.C., right? No, she's not. She's local. Mm. Oh, do you have her phone number? Yeah. Can but, we talk to her? Hey, let me ask you something. How about we do something? I'm not kidding here, Jenna. How about you lovely ladies from now come up into the hideout and we throw a little uh, party? Or maybe we play something like Battle of the Sexes with the boys of us here in the hideout versus the girls from now. Because the one thing we're lacking on this show, we're very diverse. I'm Latino. Bing bong. I'm Latino. Uh, Dub's over there is a cracker. Mm-hmm. Uh, Matt's a black Don't man. generalize uh, a black. Why don't the women of now come up here and we'll do a nice little... Uh, Education thing slash party. You there? I'm there. I'm. I want to know exactly what you're asking me. Well, come on up, and we'll like we'll have a party, and we'll you guys could leave at any time. Disseminate the information of uh of now, and we'll have fun. We'll learn a little. Does that something mean that about you're going to do a feminist broadcast? Sure. Why not? We do it just about every night, honey. You'd love this show if you listen to it. As sure. pro as pro choice and pro women as we are, or at least I am. We went and marched. Actually, that is right. Dubs and I went to the uh, March for Women's Lives up in, in Washington, D.C.? Yes. Good for you. Dubs and I, so this is a show I we're, think you'd be into. We're very friendly. Here's what we'll do. You'll come up and we'll play the games. We'll learn a little something about women. Uh, shirts and skins. You guys are skins. <laughs> and... <laughs> <laughs> I, saw, I was just seeing if I, could, if I could sneak that one by her. I guess she caught it. If you guys hadn't giggled, maybe it would have gotten through. Hey, but I'm, I'm not kidding. I'm completely serious. We're very pro-choice, pro-women on this show. I'd like to have you guys come up and hang out, and we'll just talk about stuff. Nice little sure. female roundtable. Bring just give me a call anytime. All right, hold on. I'm going to actually put you on hold to talk to our producer. And the only uh, thing is that uh, you must be here and Cicely must be here. Yeah. And then any other... Not the old one. Yeah, no, none of the gray hairs. They can stay home, <laughs> all right? Well, they can bring cookies. All right. <laughs> Uh, you can't do the whole thing. They got to cook. It's not going to help. Just the old one. All right, hold on, Jenna. Well, thanks for having me on. Absolutely. <laughs> oh, she was still on for that. Yes. Oops. Chunks. Had her on hold. Talk to her. I'm serious. Hey, book something for next week, or you know, we can even talk about this license plate thing. All right. Yeah. You know, I'm. You know, I'm all about chicks. I mean, women. Broads. Do, do you think I could slip in the whole shirts versus uh, skins thing? Damn it. So close. All right, we're late. We'll we got to take a break. We'll take well, your phone calls. God, God bless you for having a choice. And let me say this too, though. I really still want to go to this party. I hope that didn't somehow take us on the outs. These guys at least have gotten tons of promotion for their party, so I still want to get in free. How old is this chick? Oh no, she's kind of cute though, right? Mm-hmm. Or my I like Sicily. No, Sicily's hot too. And here's the cool she's thing: she's a babe. 
You know, I'm trying to get my new girlfriend into lesbian action. Mm-hmm. And, I think Cicely uh, might be the right candidate. Oh, dude, are you kidding? This is perfect. And you know that some of these girls may be into it. Sure, why not? They're open women. There's a few in there with mom pants. Good for them. <laughs> they have a choice of what kind of pants they, they can wear. It's the Hideout World Radio <laughs> 104.1. Stay tuned to the Hideout. The Hideout. The Hideout. Yeah. All right, Dubs. I feel like we're... Hey, we come back... I do want to talk about some of the stupid stuff you have done, like maybe even joining a feminist organization uh, in order to get some ass. I got a couple one of yours? next in the hideout on World Radio 104.1. From one of the greatest movies ever, Boys in the Hood, it's the hideout World Radio 104.1 on a Tuesday night. 407-916-1041-888-978-1041, star-1041 on your singular wireless phone. Um, oh, boy. All right, Mike Busey and Dave Weathers are back on the phone. <laughs> they think they got cut off. Hello? Hey. Mike. Yep. No, this is Dave Weathers from One TV's Wild Boys. Hey, what's going on, Dave? How are you? I'm doing all right. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. I, I'm kind of like gambling on the, the fact that we probably got hung up on. No, we, no, yeah, we did hang up on you. I got real annoyed okay. with Mike. I mean, it's nothing yeah. on you, Dave. You seem pretty cool, but Mike was just real annoying. Is he yeah, like that well, all the time? Like, uh, I guess. I mean, speaking yeah, in third person. Yeah, no, he's all right to hang. He's all right to hang. Are you kidding me? Like, we get we get we get pretty good parties raging around. Yeah, there. what do you guys do to party? What's your parties like? We just like Two to have dudes. lots of chicks around. I mean, I don't know if I should say bitches or not. And I might have yeah, go ahead. No, yeah, I mean, you can say what you want. It's, I mean, you can't well, say what you want. Well, the highlight is just not to be calling them bitches. But, like, my, my thoughts on that whole bitches party thing, mm-hmm. it's like, look, these, these chicks don't understand. I mean, that's all good. They're trying to defend rights and everything. But there's going to be tons of chicks there anyway, regardless whether it's called bitches, sluts, whores, or whatever you decide to call it. No, no, that, no, I will say, uh, that is true, Dave, that, um, it, I just and I'll say this about I love like you know feminists and rights and stuff, but it seems kind of silly to attack uh, to attack you guys. Well, what it does, and uh, when you when you try to just like kind of shut something down, and I'm not saying this now Orlando is trying to shut this thing down, but uh, when you try to shut something down and uh, go after them like that instead of going after them by educating. It kind of creates more hate between the two. All right, now let me ask you, Dave. I I'm gonna have to apologize. Uh, I'm a real big fan of the show Wild Boys. What are you doing there? All right. Uh, well, if you do watch the show, mm-hmm. like I was regularly, at, I was watching you know, it today. Guy, they, they always label me like the snake idiot. Ah, okay. I, I kiss the cobras. And, oh yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. All right. Yeah, yeah, that's me. All right. See, are you? Do you like? Let me ask you. Are you getting paid to come out and uh, push this gig? Or are you just fans with? Or, uh... I'm just hanging out actually with Busey. I just came back from South Carolina on a rattlesnake hunt, and uh, we just <laughs> stopped into. Couple days just to rage a little bit on my home. Now, I'm actually flying out Friday to Louisiana. We're filming more Jackass movie what, part two. What got you into the whole snake stuff? Like, what was the first experience doing that? My first experience was like when I was three years old. Guy uh, named Jeff. Down in Miami <laughs> with Terrium, that old man. He was handling cobras and stuff. Mm-hmm. And uh, I just said, wow, that's some cool shit. I want to do that. All right, you can't say that. Yeah, hey, we're not on satellite radio. Oops, sorry about that. No problem. <laughs> Uh, uh, Dave Weathers, like, hey, from Wild Boys. Are you, did you just say you guys are filming Jackass the movie, too? Yeah. We yeah, I heard about we, that. We started here in Orlando a couple months ago. Get and, the hell uh, out. 
And then we went to Miami, and then they've been around a little bit, and now I'm getting brought back out in Louisiana to do some more stuff. I have no idea what's in store, whether it's a practical joke on me or whether I'm supposed to do something in the film. So. Now, I remember them, too, saying that there was no way they were ever... Oh, yeah, there you are right there. All right, yeah, Dave Weathers, the... Uh... Oh, that's fantastic, dude. So what do you... You're over at the Beats, Bitches, and Beer thing. Let me ask you... Well, actually, I'm just over at Busey's house, and he's, he was telling me about this, and it Busey's sounds like great. a party I would have attended to if I wasn't going to be on a film set. Yeah. And let me ask you, does Busey annoy you? Because he was annoying me when we were talking to him earlier. <laughs> no, not at all. Actually, you know, it's uh, we hang and have a good time, and, you know, he gets a little loud and stuff like that, but no, no louder than anybody else when they get wasted, so... No, no, I understand. All right, well, what are you pushing? What do you want to push there, Dave, since you... Uh, Wild Boys, which is, by the way... Uh, Jackass 2 is supposed tentatively, the date is September 22nd, coming out in the theaters. And let me uh, ask you, this is, I don't want to get gay or anything. Uh, I don't, I definitely don't get gay. But, <laughs> well, you don't listen to the show often, yeah, because that happens a lot here. Here's the thing, though. Chris, oh, okay. Chris Pontus, I think if I were going were to go gay with anybody, <laughs> it'd be with him. There's something strangely uh, homosexual, yet... Uh, funny Appealing. about it. Yeah. I might be a little offended because I thought I was hot. So. No, I mean you're fine. You're you're, you're a good-looking dude, man. But, uh, I'm not trying to put you down. You can't tell me you've never just wanted to kiss Pontus on the lips. <laughs> Actually, not really. I mean, I can't say that I have. Hmm. Um, I I don't know if I'd ever really want to kiss any dude on the lips. Not even Steve. I might have. I might have. I might have. Uh, I might have actually shared spit with Pontus at some point or another. Maybe through like a possible. Not knowing chick pass by things. Mm -hmm. Ah, look at you boys getting crazy. All right, there he is, Dave Weathers. He's a friend with some annoying guy named Busey <laughs> that's throwing a party. Beats bitches and beer this Friday. Hey, thanks for calling in, dude. Hey, man, no problem. I will right, we'll talk to you. Isn't he the gay one on there? Mm -hmm. Who? Uh, Dave Weather beaten face guy. He plays with snakes. What do you think? It's Pontius. There is something oddly attractive about that, man. What? I don't know. Whatever. I'm not saying I'd do it. But... Now, there is something very homoerotic about him, too. He's always getting into something gay. Yeah, he's always in a thong. That's mm -hmm. what I'm saying. Like it's, But it's a funny gimmick, though. Yeah. It That show is incredibly homoerotic, and I it's one of my favorites. <laughs> whatever. Leave me alone. Don't judge. I'm not judging, dude. We're just two dudes sitting in a studio. We should have asked him for Pontius's phone number and just called him. Call him back. Do we have his number on there? Yeah. I think Busey probably hates us. <laughs> F. Busey. Busey. Hmm. He was great on Celebrity Fit Club, too. Hmm. Yeah, what is it about anybody with the last name Busey that just sucks? I don't know. His son was... Good in Tomcats. And Starship Troopers. Wasn't he in that? I don't know. I think so. Hey, what's some of the stupid stuff you've done to get a chick? I, I, I actually went to church. That's why we played that whole thing from Boys in the Hood. Thinking uh, that I could actually get a chick from that. Well, there's stupid stuff that I've done for a chick. Like? Let's just say, and I don't want to go too graphic because we are on regular radio here. Um... Have you ever done a French kiss? It's just a basic kiss. Yeah, but... Uh, With tongues. But uh, imagine that in the exact opposite area where you're supposed to do it. She was into it, dude. Whatever. Don't judge me. I am. <laughs> I absolutely am. 
Holy Christ. What'd you have what? for lunch? Stop. Should ask her. <laughs> what I had. <laughs> oh, my. If she had popcorn, would you like okay. that one kernel get stuck stop, in the Stop, stop, stop. That's why I was dancing around it, my friend. <laughs> like, my chick right now, I'm actually thinking about going scuba diving. Ugh. It's really bad for your calves. Yeah, that's the only thing I've got. I'm not going to be able to go for at least six months. I would never want to go scuba diving. I'd like, barely like to go take a bath. Like, that was one of my favorite things about Wild Boys, where those idiots are jumping into uh, the water with a great white. It's fantastic. I want to be cool, man. Playing with great white sharks can make you cool, right? I think so, but you have to do it with chum on your feet. Yeah, remember when we were going to send chunks out to Lake Jessup with the monsters and make them wear the um, ribeye necklace and didn't, stuff like that? Didn't we get a call from authorities telling us we couldn't do that? No, because we were talking about it. The authorities called the monsters mm-hmm. and gave them crap. And they're like, we never said we're going to tie steak to someone's feet. Oops, that was us. <laughs> and it almost got shut down by management. The monsters thing. Because of us. Sorry, monsters. Is okay. there anything? Just because I say great white doesn't mean <laughs> you play it. Now, yeah. That's a dangerous situation being around these dudes. Yeah, watch out for the pyro. Yeah, he burned up. JC and Altamont, you're in the hideout. What's up, JC? Oh, my God. You guys are killing me tonight. <laughs> so funny. Thank you. All right, for a chick, the dumbest thing I ever did, <laughs> I joined the school musical. Okay, joining musical? the school musical What'd is a do? dumbass thing to do. What was it, Oklahoma? Uh, damn Yankees, and I had to dress up in the gayest, baseball players outfit as Ted Nugent and I'm not like a skinny guy like so I kind of I I'm just saying it was really good and I can't sing yeah I'm sure it was awful mm-hmm. give us a little note from me are you still online no ah uh, I want to hear that big furry mo sing again sing the damn Yankees <laughs> Okay, Anymore. just because he says damn Yankees doesn't mean play it. It's an all-request hour. No, it's not. Would you like another hit from them other than no. high enough? We have coming of age. It's a hideout, Real Radio 104.9. Wait, wait, on. Me crazy. Get the chorus. This video was great. We don't have to talk about it anymore. Fresh the days for memory. And we know for sure. Oh, damn it. I just made one mistake. I didn't know what to say when you call me baby. Oh, here it comes. I mean, seriously, can we go to break? Got to pick. You can't really turn the song off before the hook, though. Yeah, really. Do you remember the video? No. Uh, you can yeah. buy monster ballads only on this commercial because every good boy has a bad side. All righty then, coming up next. Oh, let's talk about Tom Delay mm-hmm. and why, for once, I respect this man. 
Um, He's dating Chris Pontus? Pontius. Whatever. I'd love to see that action. It's a hideout. Pontius the bottom. Radio 104.1. Thank you to all the people who left the comments on my new picture on my profile on MySpace. Thank you to Ted Nugent for Damn Yankees. Hmm. Super group. Hey, Chunks. Did we talk to uh, Jenna? Did we set up a date for her and the National Organization for Women Orlando to come in? She said she's got to ask... Um... I guess whatever her friend that's coming with her, mm-hmm. uh, but I think they narrowed it down to either uh, Wednesday or Friday of next week. Fantastic! So, oh, Friday at ten. They'll really enjoy that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But uh, I told her I, I gave her my email address, and I just told her I, if I didn't hear from her, I'd keep calling her. How about a phone number or something? Yeah, I have her phone number. No, maybe give her yours. Seven zero three. She's I listening now. Gave it to her. Okay. Checking. You mean you had sex with her? You gave it to her? No. Mm. You cannot be going around saying that when you know it's not true. Flip-flopping the story. Hey, Dubs, so you saw that uh, DeLay announces resignation from the House. Yes. Not even resigning, he's just not going to run again, I guess, is what's going on. Mm-hmm. But the reason that I say he did this is fantastic, other than the fact that I think he's evil and uh, awful for Congress, is... Here's somebody who knew the time was up. It is over, and it's time to get out. Instead of sticking around, probably losing in the re-election, and then going out like a complete hack. Some, now, not completely. He's certainly not going out on his own terms. No, but he is definitely you know, saying, hey. But he is calling his shot. Yeah, he, the, I'm not going to have anybody push me out. If I leave, I'm going to do it, and... Uh, Take all the power away from you. Now, here's the question I'd like to throw out. 407-916-1041 or 888-978-1041. Who are some of the people who didn't figure out what DeLay has figured out? That And they just kind of stuck around a little too long. You know what I mean? Stayed in the game a little bit too long, ended up uh, tarnishing their name even more. I mean, it could be sports... It could be movies. It could be music. I guess it could even, too, be a politics. Like, maybe another one who probably stuck around too long was Strom Thurmond. <laughs> how, yeah. how long did he stick around? Like, 90 years? Yeah, forever. And I don't know exactly what his game was. Mm-hmm. You figure at some point you just want to enjoy your life. Like, who are some of those? Like a, I guess you could start with sports guys. Maybe spend some time with your illegitimate kids. Right. Your black illegitimate kids. Yes. Uh, I would say Michael Jordan's definitely one of them. I think MJ's definitely at the top of the list. And, uh, you know, I would call Tom DeLay the uh, Barry Sanders of uh, politicians. That's true. Just Barry knowing when to jump out. Barry got out. Maybe he went out a little bit too early. I think he went out probably two years too early. Mm-hmm. What about Robert Porsche, then? What, sticking around too long? Yeah. Well, yeah, he definitely stuck around too long. He stuck around until he got benched for a year. Who? Defensive end for the Detroit Lions. Uh, pro bowler. All-time sacks leader, right? Yes. No, not sacks. What? For the Lions? For the oh, Lions. for the Lions, yeah. Yeah, for the Lions. All right, here's our buddy Stamper. 
Stamper, what do you have? Who stuck around maybe just way too long? Man, y'all got to me before I could get to my radio. Hang on, let me walk outside. Um, Aerosmith definitely hung out way too long. Yeah, Aerosmith, yes, they have hung out uh, around a while, but they are also smart with it where they're able to change it up and get, like, the new crop of uh, people buying their CDs. All they're able to do is, like you said, put out a real poppy hit Mm -hmm. to be on Top 40 Radio, but they haven't really done that lately, have they? And I want to say Rolling Stones, too. Okay, the Rolling Stones, definitely. The Stones were one that I thought, I thought that couldn't have been any more apparent than this past Super Bowl. Or even their last disc. performance. Right. Hey, not to change the subject, but earlier in the night you guys were talking about midgets. Mm-hmm. I would love this recreation of the Dukes of Hazard movie using all midgets. Dude, you're a genius. I mean, seriously, that's just, you're high, aren't you? Because that is something a high man comes up with. I always am, but yeah. All right, fair enough. It. Thank you, Stamper. Imagine a midget sliding across the hood of the General <laughs> Lee. That's why it's genius. <laughs> it would take 30 seconds. <laughs> we're trying to jump in the window of the General Lee. Trying to get a little... <laughs> you can't slide if you can't jump that high. If he can, if he jumps in the window, he can just spread out. You know, it doesn't even matter. He doesn't have to duck or anything. All right, who are some more people who have stayed in the game too long? Aerosmith, Rolling Stones. I think great musical uh, examples. Yeah, definitely. John, John in Orlando. You're next up in the hideout on Rural Radio. What do you got, John? Hey, I got a sports guy for you. Mm-hmm. I got Dan Marino. Did Marino stay too long, Dubs? Uh, I think in his situation, he kind of had to just to see if he had that shot of getting that championship. I would agree. I, uh... In his situation, I didn't mind it. Right. But he definitely was way past his prime. But the kind skill, of making ass of himself. The skills had diminished. And they haven't really figured out how to replace him since. All they right, might th- have now. Thank you, John. Appreciate Culpepper. it. And he went out in a really embarrassing way. He lost to the Jaguars like 70-12 to 12 mm-hmm. in a playoff game. and It was just horrible. When did he retire? What was it? Uh, 98? Yeah, hmm. 98. Lou in Orlando, you're in the hideout. No, 99. What do you got, Lou? Hey, go, hey good show, man. Uh, Thank going, you. going back to football players, uh, you guys might disagree, but I think Brad Favre should retire now. He's yeah. still got the. There's still, there's still no word on him. He may still do it. Right. All right, so Brett Favre, and especially because he already has a championship. And mm-hmm. he had one early. That's the problem. You get one early in your kind of career, and then you got to go ten more years with nothing. You're 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 unfaded memories. Ah, you know what, Lou? That's a great point. Hey, good, well, good call on that one, Lou. Appreciate it. But the thing about Favre is, even though you think he's up and you think he can't do it anymore, he still pulls it out. He does have those old timer games sometimes where he his arm just doesn't do it for him anymore. But when you watch him, you're still kind of amazed. Here's the thing: I just wish he was on a good team. Because otherwise, we're talking about how fantastic he is. The Packers just happen to suck. Well, that that only happened this last year. And it, it was mainly injuries that made him suck. JJ and Lake Mary, you're in the hideout. Who stuck around too long? Because delay is getting out before it all goes horribly wrong. Who uh, who didn't make that same choice? Uh, Muhammad Ali. Ooh, Muhammad <laughs> Ali is a very good example of someone who hung around way too long. Mm-hmm. And almost almost hung around to the point where if they hadn't have been so great, if he hadn't have been the greatest, then it would have completely tarnished the memory of Muhammad Ali. Well, Tyson is the same way. Mike, Ty- You know what Bog Swat? Matt said Mike Tyson was another one. Good call on that one, JJ. Nice. Mike Tyson definitely, where he was such a badass before, and he came back, he came back and you were thinking you were going to get that same badass Tyson. To Hideout Real Radio 104.1. Tuesday night, it's the Hideout. 
Real Radio 104.1. Dubs delay got out of the game, mm-hmm. realizing it was just going to end badly. A lesson that I think others should learn, people probably have not. Um, MJ didn't learn it. Muhammad Ali didn't learn it. The Rolling Stones didn't uh, learn it. Now, maybe the, the real important question here is uh, why? Why? What, what stops these people from learning? What is it? Money? Is it the ego? Fame? Ego? It is all ego. When people are out there saying you can't do it anymore, or you shouldn't it, do it anymore. Part of it's trying to give up the limelight. Mm-hmm. All right. Now, Magic Fan says, here's a good one. How about an actress, Sharon Stone, Catwoman in Basic Instinct Two? Not very flattering. I say. Fantastic, and kudos. Mm-hmm. Great call on that one. Ladies first in the hideout, Kitty in Orlando. What do you got, Kitty? I actually have three. I just thought of one more. I got right. two actors and it's sports. You want all three? Yeah, give me uh, the actors first. Okay, John Travolta. Okay, John Travolta. I think he's still all right. I say no. He should yep. have gone out after Pulp Fiction. Pulp Fiction, exactly. Pulp Fiction was his comeback. Make the comeback oh, no. and then bow out. Look that at was how, his swan song. Look at all the crap he did after that. But he was yep. Sean Archer. Yeah, all Sean right. Archer taking down Caster Troy. No, absolutely. Face off. No. All right, who are you? Who's your other right. one, Kitty? I got another actor, Jack Nicholson. Peach. I don't agree with Jack Nicholson. I still think he was fantastic in movies like About Schmidt. I, I haven't enjoyed one of his movies in a while. I like yeah, Jack. Anger Management was a classic. <laughs> all right. Well, well, I say About Schmidt. You know, all these people, they always do the popcorn movie just so they can, you know, go back and do the other movies. Get a payday. You have to. You can't go solely on that you like this actor anymore to a movie because they will do the crap. You have to actually look at the movie and see if it's something you'd enjoy. Uh, what was your sports guy? Dennis Rodman. Ah, see, here's the thing, though. I liked him because that final swan song was with my Dallas Mavericks. No, but he, oh, that's I totally not what I'm talking about. He lasted for eight games. No, I, I love Dennis to death. Right. My favorite, right? Mm-hmm. But what I'm saying is he's he's still trying to get into the international European thing. He's playing in... You know, Italy, he's playing everywhere. Good enough point. Now, that's because he needs the money. That's not ego. That's because he's near bankruptcy. I think it's ego. Thank you, Kitty. Appreciate it. 407-916-1041-888-978-1041. Phone lines are just packed, so if you're having trouble, keep dialing. Michelle, ladies first, in Melbourne. What do you got, Michelle? How about Daryl Strawberry? All right, Dubs, did Daryl Strawberry stick around too long? Again, yes, but uh, that was another thing of money. You gotta have it. You gotta have it. You gotta support. Mm-hmm. So he even brought him back to talk uh, to uh, the. Didn't didn't he play Michelle with like one of those kind of bush league semi pro teams up in? Um... No, that wasn't him. That was uh... that was Daryl Straw. He did that too. The... John Rocker was. I think Rocker played for the same team. Actually, they all kind of go through it. They were part of. They were highlight team. Yeah, they were highlighted on some sort of a uh, documentary or a movie, even too. All right, I would agree with Daryl Stra- uh, Strawberry. Who's that guy who always talked in the third person? D- uh, Ricky Henderson. Ricky Henderson was doing that too. All right, Ricky Henderson stuck around too long. Yep, he's still around, isn't he? He's somewhere. He's a, he's been one of those bush league semi pro teams. Mm-hmm. Daniel and Daytona, you're in the hideout. What do you got, Daniel? Hey, how's it going? It's new inductee uh, heretic Daniel Larusso. Nice. I, g- I got two. Mm-hmm. Um, 
first one, we'll just call him DG. He used to work the 7 to 11 shift at Real Radio. <laughs> uh, now mornings at Jack FM. That's Problem, right. you'd have to have talent first. That's uh, right, exactly. And the other one I would say, he's still in, but he's on his way out, is uh, Gibbs. All right, Gibbs, uh, the time is completely passed him by. Yeah. He stuck around, I'd say, almost three months too long. Mm-hmm. I'll be much better as a heretic. Haven't heard from him since. Mm-hmm. Nothing. Told you Putin was the best. I will now agree. Beer Dave in Melbourne, who do you got? Hey, I, I got two for you. How about this? Uh, Hulk Hogan and Ric Flair. Yes and yes. Okay, it seems wrestlers are incredibly guilty of this. I'm sorry, but when your boobs sag more than my mom's, it's time to get out of wrestling. <laughs> All right, fair enough, Beer Dave. I like Beer Dave. Mainly for the fact he came up with a hideout name. Um, Chris in Orlando, who stuck around too long? Go ahead, Chris. Um, hi. Uh, Kyle Ripken Jr. and James Bond. All right, James Bond the character? Yeah. All right, so James Bond the character is played. That's taken to another level. Yeah, the, I guess characters can stick around too long. All right, now you get Mario. Thinking. Super Mario Brothers? Yeah. I mean, they're making tennis games and Mario Party. Agreed. I think you're on to something there, Chunks. I like it. At first, I was going to chastise him, but you know what? Mm-hmm. He's right. The James Bond character, enough already. When it go, when you go through five actors or four actors, however many have to do it, it's too much. And if you think about James Bond in video games, he hasn't been good since GoldenEye mm-hmm. on the N64. Yet another good point, Chunks. When it's video games, somehow you can contribute. Trying to think of who else there is. Hey, wasn't there like a famed play-by-play guy who kind of got pushed out? Harry oh. Carey. Well, Harry Carey. Not no Vince Scully. Uh. Oh, uh, Frank Herzog. Frank Herzog <laughs> for the Washington. That's actually who I was thinking of. Frank Herzog. God. No offense, Frank. It was over a long time ago. I still prefer I got him. someone who's uh oh, please. I who love, stuck around way too long. I love Larry. Who? Mike Busey. Yeah. Okay. I'm on his MySpace right now. He runs the whole Busey angle. What does he look like? Is he the is he his kid? He he kinda looks like him. Oh well, maybe it's his kid. Gary Busey's kid. Poor bastard. I love point break. It's Mike Busey. Hey, here's one. And it could be I think maybe already, but what it'll Kind of be told by the movies that are coming out next. Mm-hmm. Sylvester Stallone. Oh, yeah, he's definitely stuck around way too long. But do you think it depends on if the new Rocky's good or the new, or the new Rambo the... is good? Give it a chance! <laughs> I gave the rest of them a chance. Hmm. Ex-Con, you're in the hideout on Road Radio. Yeah, what's up, hideout? Hey, buddy. Hey, uh, first I want to say, Jay does, man. How you thumb do it? It's Come on. Hurting. Hey, uh. My calf is killing that, me. That dad gum, that jack station across the street, man. Yeah, it's, uh, trust me, it's time's almost over. Thank you, X-Con. <laughs> my calf is killing me. Enough with your thumb. I put some icy hot on it before I came to work today. Dying over here. I see that it soothes the pain and the hot relaxes it away, which is just wonderful. Andy and Apopka, you're in the hideout on Real Radio. Hey, what's going on, hideout? I love y'all's show. Thank you, man. 
Man, I got one for you. He was a legend, and he hung out just a little bit too long. It was Dale Earnhardt. Man, just one lap too long. <laughs> <laughs> Andy, you're the greatest caller in the history of the hideout in Central Florida. Hey, this Florida. is Stamper, bro. Oh, don't ruin it. <laughs> Damn that wall. All right, that is funny. One lap too long. He's already one lap ahead of all of us. Part of me is gone And now I feel so alone Damn you, lap. I know you feel the same way as I I can't believe Dale's gone Wall came out of nowhere I can't believe the voices I hear I can only look back and remember Who's the first hit banger? The sound of the crowd as they stood and cheered In my heart you live forever I cried and I cried the night Dale Earnhardt died. I cried and I cried the night Dale Earnhardt died. I cried and I cried the night Dale Earnhardt died. He was the only true hero from the South. Has this song the still only run? true hero from the South. Has this song stuck around too long? No way. It's a hideout Can't radio. That is true. 104.1. Don't sound like an idiot at the water cooler tomorrow. Catch up on late breaking news. Heard it first is next. On she was upset because she had not agreed had not agreed to be on the Playboy cover. Uh, that doesn't sound like a gimmick to sell magazine. Mm-mm. Of course, this may be a hit tomorrow. Jesus could have walked on ice, not water. According to some scientists. Some scientists and their stupid fact finding science. Left wing. There's an agenda there. Don't Science. listen to it, America. King Dude tells you. I'm not King Dude. I'm just a meager messenger. God oh, boy. You. Oops. The deputy press secretary for the U.S. Department of Homeland Security was arrested Tuesday for using the Internet to seduce what he thought was a teenage girl. <laughs> That happens way too often. Hmm. No comment? Huh. Yeah. No comment. Huh. What else is going on? That's some of the big things you'll hear a lot tomorrow. New, new, a lot of child porn in the news. Yeah, yeah, new dinosaur resembles large turkey. Oh, I thought you were going to say child porn. <laughs> dinosaur. We're not that lucky. Uh, the child porn avarice. Silence, awkward silence. That was Jennifer Anderson's tight lip response on Tuesday morning's Today Show when asked about the latest rumor that Oprah Winfrey is planning to host an $8 million wedding for her and Vince Vaughn. Oh, that ain't trying to just one-up uh, Pitt. Right. Hey, Pitt, look at me. I'm still doing well. I'm having a fabulous wedding, too. Hey, thank you to the uh, Jenna from... Uh, now Orlando dot org for coming in. I think the ladies gonna stop in next week. Thanks to Mike and Dave Weathers. Mike Busey. That is Beats Beer and Bitches or Beats Bitches and Beer mm-hmm. going on Friday. <coughs> and also thank you uh, to Dave Weathers from Wild Boys for coming into the hideout tonight. Uh, in addition to that, we had that lady that wrote that book that we're gonna get one. <laughs> that lady that uh, scribbled into some kind of book, and now we talked about it. It seems good though. Catherine Nomura. 
Anti-Matt, you're in the hide on Road Radio. What do you got? Yeah, I got a Matt's nightly report card. How do you do tonight? D minus unsatisfactory. Okay. Yeah, All right, so you're not. Oh, you doing better than the F last time. You're progressing. Yes. All right. Coming up next, Best of Real Radio segments from the Monsters, Phillips File, um, Shannon Burke Show, and The Hideout. And then wake up with the Monsters in the morning, Shannon Burke Middays, Phillips File in the afternoon, and The Hideout back at 7. Don't be ashamed. You're entertained by the funniest night show in America and the best nighttime entertainment in Orlando. Be somebody, always talk good, and God bless King Dude. Question authority and stay classy. Hideoutheretics.net, realradio.fm. Check it all out. The podcasting on iTunes. Make sure you uh, hit that up often. And uh, get caught up with the show right there. All right, ladies and gentlemen. We out, bitch. Stick around for the best real radio. It's fantastic. We out, bitch. 5,000. 5,000. 5,000. 5,000. 5,000. I wish I know how to quit you. I'm a transaction. I'll be smacking my hoes. Everyone knows it goes. Kick him to the floor. Kick him to the floor. I'll be smacking my hoes. I'll be smacking my hoes. I'll be smacking my hoes. Not interested. I'm five thousand.